1: Funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny
0: about me? Tell me. Tell me what's fun. funny. me, sir. God damn it. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta
2: fuck the coast we we'll get together have a few laughs as far back as I could remember I always wanted to be a gangster you ever seen a grown man naked?
0: My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. All this calls
3: for the old
2: Billy barul That's a huge bitch.
0: The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny.
1: It's over!
2: It ain't over. The year has just started. Not even close to over. God damn it. 2017, and you got me, Boxman. You got Anthony over there, and you got THT Movie Review. What's going on, Anthony? What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just trying to uh, get this shit going. Stay away. It is fucking freezing here. I don't know about where you're at, but uh, oh,
3: we're about to get hit.
2: Uh, let's see. The temperature is uh, about 17 degrees here. Uh, and then Tuesday it's gonna be 70. Why schizophrenic weather? Why are dude? That's the best way to describe. Texas weather, it is schizophrenic. Literally, you can go from snow to 60, 70 degrees the next day. Ridiculous. No wonder everyone here is fucking sick half the year. But, uh...
3: uh, uh on to uh, brighter news, we got renewed. Our <laughs> second season. That's
2: right. We <laughs> can did. <you> believe it? <laughs> I know we took a couple of weeks off there. Uh I was busy. I got kids and stuff. You know how that goes. So, so you me know. the
3: kids are more important than talking about random random ass movies. <sighs>
2: yeah, they are. At least my kids are. I am not speaking for everybody out there. But <laughs> my kids, yes. Yeah, yeah, we uh we had good times on New Year's. I don't know what I uh, you said you just kind of partied down a little bit yeah it was it was like low-key just I, I, you know, the people you care about the most not random strangers yeah we had a, a you know i was telling you off air last week we kind of i kind of had an old man new year's i watched the ball drop on the east coast and i was uh done for the night so at 11 o'clock in texas i was asleep new year's in texas sucks it does. No party spots, no, uh, gangbanging. It, it, it's not that. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't I'm kind of old for that, but it's the... New Year's isn't... Admit... Everyone already celebrates by the time you celebrate in Texas. You know? Because we're an hour behind. Really, let's face it, New Year's, once New York has it, it's pretty much New Year's.
3: Yeah, actually, yeah, my uncle was, um, he was in, uh, Vegas, over the holiday, oh. and obviously Vegas is uh, three hours ahead of us, we're actually three hours ahead of Vegas, so mm-hmm. we're getting texts, hey, Happy New Year, and it's
2: only 9 o'clock here. Yeah, and yeah, it's only 9 o'clock, fuck you, man, see that, it just sucks, it's, yeah. I don't,
3: I mean, it was a nice, it's, obviously it's a nice sentiment to hear from you folks, but it was like, still kind of early here.
2: Yeah, both my parents are in Florida, they're texting, Happy New Year, yeah, thanks, appreciate it. I'm going to bed. I've, I saw the ball drop. I'm done. But then I couldn't sleep once I went to bed, so. So, I don't know, but I watched a ton of, uh, I mean, half. NYPD Blue? Well, I watched a bunch of, uh, no, I didn't actually. I watched a bunch of, um, I watched a little bit of NYPD Blue on Christmas. They had it on that channel. But I watched, um I forgot some station I was watching. I, I posted it on Facebook. They had a uh, Ferris Bueller's. They were showing Ferris Bueller's Day Off and a few. I other remember ones.
3: that post.
2: I think it was a uh, VH1. V yeah, VH1 was doing. And the next day, they were showing like Goodfellas and a few other badass movies. So I watched a bunch of movies when I was there. And I don't have DVR there, so it's like actually watching commercials and shit. It sucks.
3: Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Edit, edited to shit, especially Goodfellas. Oh
3: Man.
2: yeah. Yeah, edited to hell. But uh still a movie worth watching. Even edited, it was still worth watching.
3: Speaking of weird edits, um remember uh it's still obviously still around, but remember a uh, A and E biography mm-hmm. channel? Mm-hmm. They went through a period I don't even know because I haven't watched that channel in years. But they went through a period where they aired the Sopranos. And, oh, my God, it was brutal to watch. It was fucking brutal.
2: (laughs) I remember that when they, and everyone was like, how are they going to do that? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. It's like watching Scarface edited.
3: Yeah. Certain shows, like I said, uh, let's be honest, like, certain shows don't work on regular over-the-air television. Mm -hmm. They just don't.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, you know, Scarface is probably one of the better examples that they tried to do on network TV, and they did it for a, a few years, but never really went went past a couple of years, I don't think. But uh I don't know. I guess we should get into this movie. What do you think, man? Let's get into this one right here. This movie that we decided to review this week for our first week back. In 2017, Central Intelligence, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart.
3: Yes, an updated version of uh, Trading Places, if you will.
2: Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah, Um. this is really, you know, I I know a lot of people give Kevin Hart shit. I personally like, I, I, I like him i th- I think he's look I, I i take him for what he is he's a comedian that got really lucky and is doing a ton of acting gigs they hollywood wants him right now and he's taking his shot you can't blame a guy for that
3: yeah he's banking you know like i said you know he's this not he's looking at it like hey this shit not gonna last forever so i'm gonna bank on it while i can
2: Yeah, and you know what? Let him do it. None of us would say no to any of the shit he's doing right now. Let's face it. If any one of us had the chance to do what he's doing, the guy is getting rich. If the bottom falls out today, he's probably got enough money to fucking live on.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: I mean, seriously. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's the goal. I I think that's just his whole mission statement. Uh. Get his name on as much shit as possible because, you know, royalties, residuals, they're going to be playing his shit forever and a day. And, you know, like I said,
2: I don't think he's out there begging Hollywood to put him in these movies. I really think they're calling him and being like, dude, you're you're hot right now. Do this, do this. Do- him and The Rock have a bunch of movies coming out this year. Yeah. Um, I think the new Jurassic, not Jurassic, is it the new Jurassic with him in it? Him and Kevin oh, Hart? Jumanji. Jumanji, thank you. Uh, him and Kevin Hart, and I think they have another one coming out after that, but... Um, I really, I enjoyed this little movie. It was a nice little let's kill an hour and a half, and it was funny. I laughed through most of the movie. The Rock, in the when you first see The Rock, I'm, I, I, it's kind of like he's playing John Cena. Uh, uh, you mean like goofy, like a <laughs> he's all goofy and smiley and bro, and he's got on jorts. <laughs> <laughs> i mean for, honestly
3: obviously the rocks moved on to greener pastures with the whole hollywood thing oh yeah but there were a lot of subtle homages to uh the wrestling business <laughs>
2: there, there was a lot of subtle references to that there was a lot of uh 80s and 90s movie references in here um you kind of had a watch but uh obviously he was a little obsessed with 16 candles um, yeah, but, and his uh, fanny pack, and the fanny pack, which I—I think I, I was,
3: I was so disappointed that Rock did not uh, pull out a pair of Zubas that yeah. would have complete. No self-respecting man that came up when he came up can wear a fanny pack without the Zubas. Look at that! As Box shows me his Zubas, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
3: wearing. I, that, that's the only thing that could have made this movie better for me. <laughs> the fucking Zubas. Yeah. Uh, I, I got I got like five pairs of them, dude.
2: Um yeah, I've got mine on. But uh yeah, yeah, the Fanny Pack was definitely a nineties rock wrestling reference. Um most definitely. Uh Weebs is throwing out some things here. Budget for this movie was fifty million. Box office ended up being two hundred and seventeen. I would call this movie a success. Uh pretty much anything the rock touches right now. Bank on it. Oh yeah. Like like if you could buy stock in movies if the Rock's name was announced, I would do it.
3: Yeah, the Rock I mean the Rock I mean, let's be honest, he's basically taken over the uh, Fast and Furious franchise. He basically has. I mean think uh, I mean Paul Walker, you know, rest in peace. Mhm. Vin Diesel obviously was Vin Diesel's it was a vehicle to get him over.
2: Right. But ever
3: since the Rock joined the uh joined the team, it's like People associate The Rock with those flicks, and he was only in, what, three of them so far?
2: Yeah, this will be his fourth, I think, third? One, two, three. He started off in, what, the fourth? Technically the fourth one? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this will be the fourth one he's in. Yeah, So, wow. but it's his
3: franchise now.
2: Oh, good for him, man. I mean, you know, I say good for him, but... Uh, this movie like I said it stars you know Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart uh Jason Bateman makes a little uh appearance in it. Uh most of the other people I'm not really 100% sure who who they are. Um but of course 2017 I'm keeping with it. There are two,
0: not one but two
2: NYPD blue references for this movie. Shoot. Um one of them is Aaron Paul who played the partner Phil in um, in Central Intelligence, I believe that was a partner's name, Phil. Yeah, in in uh, he was in one episode of NYPD Blue. Also, the principal played a doctor in NYPD Blue. And if I'm not mistaken, this episode let me check something has the kid from. Let me see if this is the right episode I've got here. What? they use the kid from. Um, Mr. Mom, the young kid. Let me see. I'm pretty sure this is the one he's in. Give me a second here. I'll look it up while I'm uh while I'm talking here, but that was uh that was him. Yep, yep, there he is. What's uh where where's the name there? Hold on.
1: Oh,
2: man. I can't read very fast right now. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that was him, and so yeah, both of them did. Uh, there were two NYPD Blue references from this movie, so just to keep it going, there you go. Yeah, that gimmick will never die. Uh, yeah, and you I know don't what? wanted to die. Keep yeah, it going. And you know what? Weebs brings up another good point. Rock, all, uh, the Rock also took over the GI Joe franchise. So, and he did. He definitely took over the uh the GI Joe franchise. Dude, The Rock, like I said, man, anything he's in right now, bank it, it's gonna make money. And Kevin Hart right now is the same way. The and I, same and way. I actually
3: like the twist they put on it. Cause, like I said, you know, it's t- it's trading placing trading places esque in the sense that they played the roles that you would ex- they basically play opposite of type, which you would expect them to play in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah,
2: they did. But I mean, I really like a lot of the references in this movie. Um, you know, you got a, you got a couple Roadhouse references. You, um, what else did you get? You got, uh, you got a good amount of. Um, let me see, Roadhouse. I said 16 candles already. Uh, they talked about a bunch of music, and it, it was really just a fun. Look, I'm going to kill an hour and a half movie. And and you're not going to fucking regret it later, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed the shit out of this movie. I wasn't sure if I was going to, and it was a little, uh, it was kind of weird. But, you know, I wasn't sure of the premise of it. But this is my kind of movie. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This really is my kind of fucking movie uh it's got action i like shit blowing up i it never bothers me you know all the old michael bay and all the, i don't mind any of those movies at all so but this one was very funny him and kevin hart have great chemistry together obviously and it's just a fun movie but uh i don't know man I mean, what did you totally think
3: oh definitely i i enjoyed the hell out of it now I thought they were pretty much equals in the movies. I enjoyed both guys equally. Mm-hmm. But even before I saw the movie, you, I, at least I was reading like little reports Oh, the uh, Rock carried Kevin Hart in this movie. Or if when he, the Rock made the movie, what do you think about that little opinion of some folk?
2: No, no, I don't think so. The, I thought the, it was equal, my, my opinion. Yeah, Dev, the funniest thing is when Kevin Hart first walks in to meet the Rock, how little he looks in front of... I mean, because the, the Rock is... Not only is the rock what, six foot three, six foot four, but he's so wide that Kevin Hart looks like like a mini like a mini figurine compared to the rock in the first couple scenes. Um but there were some cool little things in this movie. Number one, uh, obviously the movie is called Central Intelligence. The name of the high school was Central High School. Uh you get it? Yeah. So, you know, I mean that was one little thing, but um basically, you know, the movie starts off with a hilarious scene with The Rock uh young, a young fat Dwayne Johnson dancing in uh in the locker room naked. And yes. I I guess they CGI'd all that. Is what I was uh what I read a few times, which wholly amazing what they did with this but just a hilarious scene to begin with he's dancing naked in the shower a bunch of bullies come up and uh throw him into the gym naked as uh kevin hart was uh giving his uh
3: vic vic uh i guess his uh final speech as a senior at the school voted most likely to succeed so because let's be honest like kevin hart was portrayed as the uh cool guy in high school
1: mm,
2: big, and on uh, campus yeah. Yeah, he was the 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 biggest guy on campus. He was like the most known. I mean, the principal even uh, even said, "I if I had a son, or I, I I wish he were mine." Yep, and
3: I, I and Kevin Hart, I, I swear, I, I laughed far harder at this scene than I should have when he said, "If my mama was in the black dudes, I mean, she, if she was in the yeah, white dudes, if she was in the white <laughs> dudes, <laughs> it was hilarious." Dude. Oh, he said that I lost my shit
2: and uh, the backflip. The backflip is just amazing because he's like eight feet off the ground when he does it.
3: Yeah.
2: So it's it's just, you know, silliness in the movie, which I I like the silliness. But uh, I really, you know, Kevin Hart, um, when the rock gets thrown out there, the only person not laughing and that it actually tries to help him is Kevin Hart. He gives him his Letterman jacket. Oh, there was the flip. Uh, so gives him his letterman jacket to put around him you see the rock look at him and say thank you you know very quietly but uh this was 1996 man this was um yeah rough this was literally I mean if uh, this was the year after I graduated basically so man I remember the most of this year and it was a pretty good uh pretty good reference of that year
3: <laughs> yeah so you and your buddies uh, basically threw some random uh tool into the uh, lot, into the uh, school auditorium for everybody to no, laugh
2: <laughs> i was never that dude i was more the no i was never the bully never nah, nah, never no i this. was more being bullied i was always scrawny and skinny actually in high school i just drank with everybody so everything was cool you know just be the best way to not get your ass kicked when you're a scrawny little dude is become the party dude with everybody
0: yeah so that's what i did
2: as you can see i kind of carried on
0: <laughs> yeah yeah keep it alive mhm
2: oh yeah little heineken to help me out yeah. um but yeah they 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 throw the rock out there the whole school's laughing at him which obviously is setting up the premise for What he's become. Um, You know, Kevin Hart was the kind of guy, you know, basically we were just saying he was like the big man on campus. Now he's just basically, you know, fast forward 20 years, he's an uh, an accountant in a dead-end job where people he trains are getting, you know, promoted ahead of him. And uh, he works with one of the biggest douchebags I've ever met. I would have punched this guy in 30 seconds if I worked with him. (laughs) <laughs> which is why I work from my house and for myself uh, <laughs> probably a reason I'm not in the work world people um, and but yeah, and, and,
3: I'll, and I'll say this uh, right out just from that opening scene we just uh, you know broke down with uh basically establishing his relationship with the rock in the movie this is the first movie I've seen in a long time where you actually saw some range from Kevin Hart because he, he really played like a different type of character in this
2: movie it wasn't like a typical Kevin Hart role. I kind of thought it was usual smart-ass Kevin Hart. I I kind of thought it was. I mean,
3: it was still Kevin Hart, but I just felt like he showed like a little versatility acting wise in this movie with certain things. Nah,
2: maybe a little, but I mean, he still played the scaredy cat, um, little Kevin Hart. and you know, every time he was handed a gun, he wouldn't, he couldn't, you know, kept handing it back, like couldn't touch it, and I don't know. Usual Kevin Hart, I thought, nah. Eh, most most of the movie was the usual Kevin Hart. But um, like I said, I don't mind Kevin Hart. Let him do what he's doing. I don't care if he's in 100 fucking movies a year. Pfft, he's getting paid well. I hope he hears that and shares it with me. You hear that, Kevin? Yeah. Share. Fuck the haters, I guess. Fuck them. Yeah. Listen, how can you hate a guy for going out there and making money how can you hate someone for that? I don't get it. But as long as you not hate, hate, you know,
3: hurt nobody, I'm just like, I look at it like this. I could understand why people might feel like, okay, look, he kind of has a tendency to play the same roles over and over, and there's really no versatility. I think that's where a lot of the hatred comes from. Oh, but look, the man, the man is successful. I, I can't hate on the man for making money.
2: I then I say this: let's blame Hollywood for making all these roles for him. He's not he's not writing these movies, everyone. Hope everyone realizes that. He's not writing these silly movies he's in. Yeah. These roles are being written for him. Yeah. So you know, dare I say, don't don't hate the player. Hate the game, goddammit, because uh, <laughs> that's it. I mean, he's not writing the movies. They're wanting him. So, you know d- d- don't hate a guy. Be jealous is fine, but don't hate a guy for going out there and making money.
3: Yeah, I look at it like this. Um, once you kind of establish yourself in Hollywood in a certain type of role, that's what they want from you. Uh-huh. Put it to you like this: How many fucking serious roles have you ever seen Will Ferrell in? Not many. I think that that the closest he came to like a serious role was probably what that um Stranger in Fiction movie,
2: which mm-hmm. was actually pretty good. Yeah, but usually it's the same Will Ferrell we get in every movie. Look, there's a ton of actors who, I, I mean, I know you. back in the day they were like, don't, type yak, don't typecast yourself, don't do that. Y'all are all going to be surprised when Kevin Hart plays some psychotic killer and he fucking nails it. Because it yeah. probably will happen. Yeah, uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to throw another one at you. Rest in peace Robin Williams. Absolutely. I, I
3: love all of his fucking movies, but that one hour photo,
2: man. In Insom- Did you see yeah. that flick? Insomnia. Another one where he played a great. He Robin Williams was a great, you know, psycho in the movies. And I I've said it before, I think Jim Carrey would be fucking amazing as a psychotic killer, like a real true psycho killer in a movie.
3: Oh, no, yeah, not like a not like a haha Cable Guy type of psycho.
2: Yeah, not like Cable Guy. I think he would be an, a real psycho kind of guy. Just, just he's got the look, and I'm sure he could do it. And I'm telling you, I bet, I bet Kevin Hart's the kind of guy that could fucking do it too. You'll be surprised. He'll, he'll probably eventually do it one day.
3: Yeah, he will. He's a young guy. I could definitely see him doing that one day.
2: Yeah, the and the rock in this movie was a little annoying. Um <laughs> He.
0: He gets a hold of oh. uh,
2: he, he gets a hold of Kevin Hart through Facebook. This is a kind of a Facebook <laughs> Bob movie Stone. as Bob Stone, and you know it was just a just a weird thing. And you know he's it, as soon as he hits decline, boom, the message pops up, and and uh, you know finally realizes who it is, and they go to meet, and uh, you know go get some beers, dude bro, dude bro. This guy reminded me of Tommy half the time with all the fucking bros he said. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, he did that. He meets up and obviously Kevin Hart is shocked to see what uh, Robbie, what was his name in the movie? Wendick? Wendick? Something like that. I don't know. Wendick. Something like that. But uh, shocked to see what he's become.
3: He pulled up here real quick
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh his uh, name was robbie weird dick weird dick
2: that's weird dick. <laughs> that's i said that, yeah that's how they pronounced it they pronounced it weird dick like dude you got a weird dick you but... get it <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh yeah man i don't know uh did you ever come across any people like that in high school that everybody else kind of clown but you kind of like befriended and not not like they was your best friend but you kind of like it just just like accepting them for what they were and then like down the line at the reunion or whatever they kind of like are. Hey, oh i remember you you were like the only one that was nice to me you didn't throw me in a locker you didn't trip me did you ever have anybody like that
2: uh, i didn't but you know i was always like i said i was always that guy that just kind of i just kind of got along with everybody dude mostly in high school i just started getting along with everybody but before that it wasn't easy but no, I just got along with everyone in high school, man. You I understand? drank it's a lot. just like what it is. Nah. Go along.
3: Not go along, get along. But, you know, you just like, fucking high school, man. I, you
1: know. Well,
2: you know, there was certain psychedelic drugs involved most of the time. You know, didn't want to get into a fight while you were tripping on mushrooms in school. Yeah. <laughs> that would be bad.
3: <laughs> yeah. I put it to you like this. Weed makes everybody your friend. The end.
2: <laughs> Very true. Like pretty
3: much. Like yeah. Like if you,
2: <laughs> you just break everybody out of the take joint. a
3: little puff. Puff pass. It's just like everybody's cool. Everybody gets along.
2: No oh, yeah. stress. <laughs> you break out a blunt at a party. You're the fucking light of the night, dude.
3: That's it. <laughs> I don't it. care what kind of black, white, whatever. You break out the weed. You everybody' best friend oh, at that shit. point. Shit,
2: at that point, everybody's green, bro. It don't matter anymore. <laughs> oh. Everybody's green. Everybody's just green. So uh, yeah, we were talking about this earlier. I mean, we were talking about the Rock earlier. Forbes named the you know the Rock top-grossing actor of 2013, and you know this year he was the highest-grossing actor like again. So yeah.
3: Also, wasn't he voted like the sexiest man alive by People?
2: Yep, he was, and oh, here's one I didn't know. On May 21st, 2015, Johnson set a Guinness World Record for most selfies in three minutes, taking 105, 105 selfies with fans during the premiere of San Andreas in London.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, this is obviously not the wrestling show, but uh, this is why The Rock has a free pass to show up whenever the fuck he wants. Anybody you know, that ever questions why the Rock shows up. <laughs> you know,
2: doesn't matter. I mean, we I mean, we're, we're talking about The Rock. The Rock comes from the wrestling business. We can tie it in. No, doesn't matter. Obviously, the wrestling business has had a little a, a lot to do with what he with, with, with his success. But the kind of person he is, I really think has more to do with it than the wrestling business the rock just i mean he just when he meets people he just looks like the kind of guy you want to meet he does he's not the dickhead that's going to shove you away not you know do this he's a people person and obviously the wrestling business helps with that because you're around people all the time so but he's just he just doesn't seem like all the other actors out there you know what i mean and I think yeah,
3: that- he, he seems like accessible like if mm-hmm. you want to you know long shot but if you want to bump into him in the airport unless you are being a complete asshole about it yeah I see him like stop and shake your hand take a quick picture maybe give you an autograph hey nice to meet you maybe even talk to you for a minute or two just to say mm-hmm. hey give you that little connection
2: yeah he just seems like a genuine good dude and he's not taking all this for granted he's like you know like oh my god like, he seems like he uh, like he realizes he's lucky for what he has, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, basically, you know, me and my fiance were talking about that. He's just not the regular actor. He's just he's like he's 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 a bro, you know. Uh, g- case in point,
3: um, what was I listening to? I might have been listening to an episode of a uh, wrestling soup. Shout out to our friends over there, Missionary Thomas and Joe Numbers. Apparently, uh, Joe was telling a story about uh, whoever the uh. I don't know if it's not his wife, but it's the girl he's with now, mm-hmm. uh, apparently she's, like, from, like, the area, like, Boston, like, basically from the area Joe's from. And, like, it's not uncommon to see Rock in that. you know, obviously if he's with the woman. Yeah. It's not uncommon to see him in that town, like, you know, grocery shopping and just basically like being a regular person. I'm like, what? And I'm like, yeah. It wouldn't be uncommon to see him, like, just walking around town like a normal dude.
2: He that's He just seems like a dude. Yeah, he's giant, and yeah, you don't see a lot of guys his size walking around, but I don't know, man. But he's just like, you know, in, in, like, take the bar scene. You know, he takes off his big jacket, and he's got on a unicorn shirt, a rainbow unicorn shirt. And he's like, (laughs) I'm all about Uh, the corn, uh, man. I'm all about the corn. You know, the most deadliest animal in the world, right? (laughs) Okay.
3: <laughs> I, I swear, that had that had to be a shout out to New Day.
2: I'm sorry. I think that it had might to be have like been. a nice
3: little shout out to them guys.
2: <laughs> I think it might have been, man. But I mean, you know, but he's just—he's like a little girl, you know. He's like, oh my god, shots, no shots,
3: and I don't know. Maybe it's like a mental thing, but I guess it's like if you were a fat kid and then you all of a sudden turn into like a sex symbol. You, you're still mentally like that fat kid because the, there was like a lot of deepness to this movie. Like whenever he would see his reflection early on, uh-huh. he would still see that fat kid. So like, like the bar scene you brought up, the one chick that was on him. Yeah. And it's almost like he didn't even know how to react to it. Mm-hmm. She was clearly, <laughs> clearly throwing herself at him. And it's just like he's like, oh, gee golly.
2: <laughs> exactly, yeah, just still doesn't know what to do. But um, yeah, and you're right. There was some deep things in this movie where you know he looks in the uh, the 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 window at one point in a scene with Jason Bateman. I oh, what a uh, dick he was! With, oh, brain. Bateman was the biggest douche in this movie.
3: I found myself legitimately wanting to slap the shit out of him at a few points.
2: <laughs> I really did too, and I'm like, man, this is going to be one of those good movies where he where everything works out, and then I'm like, oh, Bateman's a douche. Jason Bateman played the kid Trevor. Trevor was the one who actually got everyone to throw the rock, or you know, whatever you want to call them, out in the gym naked. So this is like the you know the ultimate bully for him, and you know Kevin Hart gets Jason Bateman involved in something you know that they're doing. So, but uh, you know that that was a, a deep scene where you know he's. I found Jesus the year last year, and he apologized, and then he's like, "Psych!" Right. <laughs> yeah, and then it was
3: just like, and then Kevin. Well, I guess well, this this movie is not real it's not like a lot to it, but the part where uh, you, the part that you're referencing, Kevin, like, come on, man, do what you did to him in the bar, because mm-hmm. we should kind of like tie it into the bar scene. Rock just beat the fuck out of uh, like it was like
2: three or four guys. It was four guys. He beat the hell and of course that chick is sitting there literally getting wet in her pants. Uh, she probably really I, was. That probably wasn't a lying scene. Yeah. But um, What's there's the say? Rock in his he's Christian. <laughs> yep, yeah. There's the Rock in his fanny pack beating the hell out of four guys in that bar. And uh, obviously Kevin Hart is like, holy shit! What did you just do? What you're a badass. Uh, still hasn't figured out that, um, you know, obviously Kevin Hart hasn't even asked The Rock what he does for a living, but we're obviously the name of the movie gives it away, what he does. But um, they hop on a motorcycle, and they, they kind of roam down memory lane when they, uh, they hop on and go to uh, the high school. And this is another kind of meaning part of the movie, where they're looking at all the you know, Kevin Hart is looking at all the things that he did in high school, you know, rocks pointing everything out, and Kevin Hart's just like, man, I'm stuck in a dead-end job with, you know, and damn, I'm, I'm miserable. Uh, yeah. none, none of this stuff mattered.
3: Yeah, because I remember there was a scene, uh, you know, to tie into what I was saying about this movie being pretty deep. At one point, uh, Kevin Hart was having, a, uh, I guess, like a lunch date with his wife, mm mm-hmm. And she was like all hype, and he was kind of, he was kind of downing himself about the fact that the guy he trained got a promotion ahead of him. Yeah, and like he ba- and she, bas- he basically said, "Look, the difference between me and you is, you love what you do, I'm just good at what I do. Mm. There's a difference." And I was like, the, when he said that, man, I, I was actually like, man,
2: that was some deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I mean, there, there were there were some good moments in this movie. There really were, but. Um... You know, uh, another part when they're in the, um, we're in the school is when they stand by the locker room, and The Rock is having some flashbacks to that moment. Because there, there was a point where I'm like, maybe The Rock isn't really that kid. But then they did the flashback, and I'm like, all right, well, that's not what they're going for here. But um, you know, it, it, it was. It's definitely you can see that it still sits with him and uh you know the rock still still has some issues with what happened and he even says well what i did is i rolled it into a ball and i shoved it way down and i just ignored it
3: (laughs) and then it's like once again going back to that scene in the beginning where kevin hart was the only guy that like wasn't laughing at him helped reached out to him he basically said man that's not healthy like if you ever need to talk I'm here. So, in other words, he was still established that he was that guy. They, they established throughout that movie that he was still at his core that good guy that was going to look out for him no matter what.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely did. Then, um... Let's see. Finally, they get out of the school. The Rock takes him home. The Rock asks him to sleep there. <laughs> but he also asks him for a favor. This is where he starts getting... But... The other best part of this scene is the rock coming out in the very small pajamas. Yeah. And not only doing that, but he comes out and puts on his fanny pack to go to sleep.
3: Yes. The the, the pajama scene, you know, it, it's probably had nothing to do with it. But in my heart, I want to believe that scene was created with Chris Farley in mind. Uh-huh. Fat guy in the little, I mean, that, that, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That is one of the greatest scenes ever captured on
2: film. Yeah, you should be thinking of that part when you see this, because I sure as hell did.
3: That's, I mean, I'm sorry, I I miss that dude, man. I really do. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and that's definitely the first thing I, I thought when I saw that scene was fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> you know, but uh, the this was the weirdest part. Kevin Hart walks down. And it looks like The Rock has been there for a month. He's got pizza, Chinese food. The TV is on 16 Candles. And, uh, you know, on TBS. And it's just all over. It's like, what the fuck? This guy's been here for a month or something? And uh, this is where Kevin Hart starts figuring out what's going on a little bit. When um, the CIA actually comes to his door. So this is where the things start coming together. The 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 title starts becoming an actual thing. Yeah. And uh, he walks back to show him, oh, yeah, I know right where. He's right in my back room. Not only is he gone, but the back room is completely clean. Yeah.
3: Pretty He's cool. Like, yeah, wow.
2: Yeah, pretty cool little scene. I like it. This, you know, I... You know, I I love cop movies. I obviously love action movies, and I I, I like spy movies. Obviously, this this is my kind of movie. You throw in some comedy, and I'm good to go. Oh yeah, this is the, yeah. I
3: have no complaints about this movie at all.
2: No, no, none at all. No, I really, really, actually, you know, like I had said, I really enjoyed the movie, which I wasn't sure I was going to. Um, you know. But I do like Kevin Hart. The Rock is always good, and mostly everything he does. So, what the hell? Gave it yeah. a shot. But uh, yeah, this is where he starts finding out about what's going on with with The Rock, realizing he is in the CIA. But obviously, the story she tells Kevin Hart, who uh, she we find out later is his boss is bullshit. This is all a game, it's all a plan, and they really need Kevin Hart, is what they do. They need him. Yes. Yes, yes. So he's actually a whole part of this plan and doesn't know it. Um, But The Rock is obvious. You know what this movie really reminded me of? The movie with uh, Eddie Murphy and Owen Hart. You mean Owen Wilson? Uh, Owen Wilson. Yeah, sorry. God damn it! I'm, not, well, I'm, I'm about st- to say. <laughs> I'm, star- I'm staring. I'm about at to say if
3: Owen Hart was in the movie I'm staring at uh, Murphy, I'm like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm staring
2: at Kevin Hart, and the two names just popped together. I guess got yeah, wrestling no, on my um, Which was what was that? Uh, I Spy. I Spy. This was pretty much the same kind of movie as I Spy. You know, you got the big outs. You know, but 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 the opposite because in I spy the little guy was sort of quiet and you know the 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 the, the bigger guy the, the Eddie Murphy character was very outspoken and loud. It was a little kind of the opposite of I spy, but th- this movie did remind me of I spy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I
3: could get that comparison.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I do like that movie too. That's a good movie. Uh but yeah, yeah
3: that's a long one, movie, but actually I haven't seen it in a while, but that is a very to me like you know I, I, a lot of people say, "Well, Eddie Murphy fell off after uh, Netty Professor*, but he has some gems. If you really look in the early two thousands, they weren't like commercial hits necessarily, but he had some quality gems in like the early two thousands. At least uh, in my opinion, I like the." You know
2: what? For a guy who everyone thought wasn't gonna be working because of the little transvestite thing that happened with him, yeah, he got Disney to pick him up. Yeah,
3: because at the end of the day, it's the talent never leaves. It's still Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Still well, Eddie yeah. fucking Murphy.
2: Exactly. And you know, no matter, I don't, I don't give a shit what the hell happened in that thing. Eddie Murphy is still Eddie Murphy. If he goes, if Eddie Murphy goes back to doing comedy, I will watch. I will definitely fucking watch. Uh, I know he's got um, a couple movies coming out this year. Yeah, he had that serious movie come out be uh, at the end of last year, which I didn't go see. But there's another comedian who does some serious roles here and there. You know, we we, we forgot to mention Eddie Murphy. Um, Some really funny parts in this movie, though, are when they're in the action scenes. The Rock is like... What he'll do is he'll, he'll come up with a plan. And he'll be like, I got a plan. It may get us both killed, but... If it works out it's gonna be a badass story. All right, cool, cool. He doesn't even ask, he just starts with the plan. But um <clears throat> actually I can get to that part in a minute here, hold on. I'm at that part right now where they're in the office trying to get out of the office because uh of all that shit going down. Let me see here. We find that one scene where they're running. Oh, wait, I'm right there. Yeah. Oh, almost.
1: Here we
3: go. Especially in the middle of this standoff. I shouldn't be here. So I feel like me being in the middle of this throws me
0: in it. So let me exclude myself. Hey, stay there. Don't move! Okay, all right, I'll stay in. I'll stay in. <laughs> I got a plan. Might get us both killed, but if it works, it'll be a totally boss story. Cool?
1: No. No, it's not cool. Cool. No, I said it's not <laughs> I said, it's not cool. Time's up.
2: And then immediately the plan goes into play. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's just the rock really was a little annoying in this movie, but very funny, very effective, and the fanny pack comes into play more than once.
3: Oh yes, it's uh, hilarious. I'm sorry, that was fucking
2: gold. I, I know that was a nineties wrestling reference. I it had to be. Eight, you know
3: who loved, you know whose favorite scene that was? I guarantee you. Michael Hayes saw that scene and looked like Yeah
2: oh michael Hayes! fanny
3: pack will never die i guarantee soon as this fanny pack came on and on the scene how many 80s wrestlers stood up and said Mm -hmm. yeah finally a movie that speaks to us
2: (laughs) yeah exactly and you know uh weaves is bringing up something else in the chat Uh, uh, did you ever see the lip sync battle he did uh no the uh, have you ever watched lip sync battle Ah uh, no! All right, it, 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 it seems like it would be my type of show. It probably is. It's it's it's, it's on Spike, I believe. It's um, LL Cool J is the host. Chrissy Teigen is there with him, so yeah, she's wearing nothing half the time. Um, Dwayne Johnson was on the first episode of that show, season one, episode one. He went against Jimmy Fallon, so it was pretty funny, man. It was really funny. The Rock did stay in alive. So, oh
3: shit, I gotta nah, you ain't gonna make me look it up
2: Go back and check it out, it was really good And Kevin Hart was actually on the season 2 He went against Olivia Munn But um, Yeah, we brought that up But I do remember The the Rock was really good On the Lip Sync Battle show But uh, that was kind of Jimmy Fallon's idea So they let him Do the first show mm. But uh, Geez, you want to talk about some awards though you know, We've been talking about The Rock and You know, just everything, and from, you know, we put up a little awards and honors. 1991, we start off with uh, NCAA Championship, member of the Miami Hurricanes. 2001, Teen Choice Awards, Choice Movie Villain. 2012, CinemaCon Action Star of the Year. 2013, Kids' Choice Awards, Favorite Male Butt Kicker. Yeah. 2016, we we are uh, People's Choice Award for the favorite favorite premium cable TV actor. 2016, he got the Mister Olympia Icon Award. 2016, we already brought up the uh, People Magazine Sexiest Man, and this year looks like he'll be getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So, what? the man is blowing up, man. You can't deny. Him. They just can't. Yeah, and at the end of the day,
3: it, it it's reflective. It, it, it reflects positively on wrestling that yes,
2: there are good, decent people that come out of this business. Yeah, one in a hundred. So I, don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah,
3: it ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be another Rock. I mean, John Cena. I mean, look, he might get some roles. He might be a nice quality action star in another lifetime. Yeah, but he's not going to yeah. be the Rock. But no. to be fair, no, not too many people are Rock. is like a once in a lifetime type anomaly.
2: Absolutely. Whole- Absolutely, he is. Uh, I, you know, look, we were talking about it on the Wednesday show. John Cena may come close to what The Rock is, but no one's gonna do the things he's done. No
3: one. And honestly, what I think it boils down to is, you know, talent, charisma, timing is everything in life. And also, just because I honestly think where he, The Rock succeeded. In my opinion based off the fact that he put the work and he became a fucking better. He wasn't just a wrestler playing actor.
1: Mm-hmm. He didn't,
3: in other words, he didn't just play an extension of the Rock that you see in wrestling. He actually went to acting classes and got fucking better cuz when he first started Rock kind of he wasn't bad, but he was just like, yeah. You just felt like he was playing like an extension of like the Rock you saw in WWE. Exactly. Does, I mean, it's the same thing. Like think about it. There's a reason why fucking people still fucking Hulk Hogan for Mr. Nanny and No Holds Barred. Look, we can, as wrestling fans, look, we like the cheesiness of it. But if you're fucking a, a regular casual moviegoer and you see that shit, you like, it, a movie like No Holds Barred or Mr. Nanny are the exact antithesis of why you hate pro wrestling. Hokey, over the top, you know, this is just Hulk Hogan playing Hulk Hogan only in a movie instead mm-hmm. of a wrestling ring.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I like I said, you know, hopefully The Rock will get a ton more roles. He He's already gotten... He's gotten some of the more serious action roles, which is usually a start to getting some... Actually, some really good roles. So, you know, all we can do is... You know, I hope he gets a ton of fucking good roles. I wouldn't mind. I mean, The Rock is just, you know... He's great to see in movies... And especially being a, you know, wrestling fan, it's like, holy shit, you know, kind of like we know where he came from thing. Yeah. So... And did
3: you ever see him in that, was that movie, um,
2: he took a turn, and,
3: uh, what was that movie, um,
2: Gridiron Gang? That was actually an underrated flick. That's a great movie, actually, and yeah, he played a pretty serious role in that movie.
3: Yeah, he, he it was very, it was very subdued rock. It wasn't, it, it wasn't what you would expect. It was very subdued. Yeah, and
2: that was a true story, so... You know, cause and he did of, another
3: true story movie. What was it? What was it? Uh, what was, it um, was it Mark Wahlberg? Might have been Mark
0: Wahlberg.
2: I think yeah, so. I think he did one with him. Yeah. But um, let's see here. Basically, after all this, this mo- this the rest of this movie boils down to: they're all trying to find out who, what was the name of the person, the Black Shepherd or something. Well, it might have been um let me see um the Black Badger. The Black Badger. Thank you. They're trying to find a villain, bad you know, bad guy in the movie called The Black Badger. From about uh the last hour of the movie is pretty much that's what they're doing. They're trying to find this Black Badger person so Kevin Hart and The Rock can clear their names. So, that's pretty much most of the movie what, what happens here. Um, trying to figure out what because you know, like I said, the last hour of the movie is just them trying to figure out what's going on. Um, They obviously threaten to uh, the CIA threatens to put put Kevin Hart's wife in jail, so he actually ends up turning in the Rock again. Turns out to be part of the plan. Uh, Another funny part, though, when um, before that part is. Kevin Hart and his wife are having some troubles. They go see a therapist,
1: <laughs>
2: and the therapist turns out to be The Rock. It's tough being The Rock. Ah, uh, yeah. Turns out to be The Rock, and he does this weird thing with Kevin, where he's like, "All right, we're gonna role play. Kevin, you be you, or you know, you be you, and I'll be your wife." And it's hilarious. And if you watch the outtakes for this scene, it's even more funny because Kevin Hart keeps slapping the rock back.
1: Oh God.
3: Yeah,
2: watch the outtakes. It's really a funny scene. Oh but- <laughs> Speaking of funny, how can we how can we gloss over uh Kevin Hart's
3: nickname in the movie? Calvin Golden Jet Joiner.
2: The Golden
3: Jet. The Golden Jet. Yeah. You remember the scene where uh we find out how he got the nickname Golden Jet?
1: Mhm. <laughs> oh,
2: yep, man. yep, yep. Yeah, ah, uh, man, where is that? I I've already passed it. I I don't want to go back. This is like a real HD MKV version and uh it's a little slow on my computer, I must admit. Uh and then at one point the rock actually kisses <laughs> Kevin Hart once, a little peck on the lips. Oh
0: <laughs> Kevin Hart flips out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <it's> just... <laughs>
2: but uh yeah, uh, it turns out to be really, really another funny scene, but the whole time I mean, you gotta realize what the rock is in this movie. he's a very he's almost himself turned up he I swear to God it's like the rock and John Cena both turned up to twelve. Yeah, because he's except, really, except,
3: except the Rock's more
2: likable. <laughs> yeah, the Rock much more likable. He really is though. Like Cena, when he's very, he's corny, he's annoying. Uh, it's just very weird how the Rock. I don't. I don't know if he was trying to channel Cena, but if he was, it worked well.
3: Yeah, and the funny thing is, like Rock, like when he goes the cornball route, for some reason it just it, it works better for some reason. Mm-hmm. I like, that's how you know you cool when you can pull off the cornball and like people are going like, "Yeah, that's pretty funny." Yeah, yeah. But like, sorry, it just worked for Rock. Mm-hmm. He can make anything cool, even when it's, he's not trying to be cool. The guy's fucking cool. Yeah, you can't teach that.
2: No, yeah, exactly. he's just got he. The Rock has that 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 it factor. Everyone talks about. Yep, yeah. that's it right there. Whatever the Rock has, that's it.
3: Whatever The Rock has, he needs to bottle it and make more money.
2: <laughs> my, oh, my God. If he bottled and sold it, that wouldn't be good. they <laughs> stole my mojo. Anyway, um... <laughs> it, the, Jesus Christ. Maybe he'll be the next Austin Powers. Who knows?
3: Now, box. So I don't want to set you off. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, you know, we were talking about this movie having, like, a lot of serious moments. And I, I had to think back to that, you know... The beginning of the scene, the movie's based around basically The Rock being like picked on and bullied in high school. And I wanted to get your opinion on this. Mm -hmm. You know, a couple months ago, you kind of went off on like the pussification of America and how we're raising our children basically to be pussies. Mm -hmm. Do you think that like, you know, not to say that it needs to go to that extreme because this is just a movie. But do you think that we kind of need to get back to those old school? Like, you know, you just handle bullying like the old fashioned way. And not like have to have, have a therapy session because obviously if this would to have happened today, the kid would be in therapy. He, everybody be you know, giving him a pep talk. You know, you it's all right. And, you know
2: the fuck. You know the, the, the bullies would be shamed and the, You know, and that might have been a little harsh that I, what I said. I'm, I mean, I, that was yeah, well, no, that I mean, you weren't paraphrasing. You basically said what I said, and I did say we're raising a bunch of pussies. You know what the real word would be for what we're actually a lot of people are raising in this country victims we're raising a generation of victims everyone thinks they're a victim of this a victim of that i was bullied this happened to me i was a victim of this stop making everything stop labeling everything number one stop Stop raising a bunch of victims, is because that's what we're doing. So yeah, I do believe you. A bully fucking messes with you. I'm sorry. I teach my son self defense. I teach him to hit back. If hit, last 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 option is to throw a fist. But yeah, people need to learn. I mean, you know, look. I understand now. You have to go to the go to the principal. And you probably have to fill out a form. And they probably call your parents. And then you have to see the counselor. And then they bring in you and the bully. And you talk <laughs> it out. Maybe there's a hug at the end. And then you leave. And then you walk out. And they still kick your ass.
3: Yeah. Because I, cause I just, like I said, you know, you know, I, I hate to keep you know beating a dead horse. But, you know, we always talk about how <clears throat> certain shows from back in the day couldn't work in today's environment mm-hmm. and i'm i'm like wondering like a scene like that you know i'm surprised like a scene like that with the rock getting bullied to that degree didn't get a lot of heat just but, because, just yeah. cuz like the world we live you know people dissect every fucking thing they put on tv nowadays oh. same reason we'll never see another all in the family
2: luckily some of these comedy movies are getting away with a little bit more nowadays but you know It's just the way it is. I don't know. It's ridiculous. I just really think we need to think about what we're doing. Think, I mean, we are raising the most sensitive generation of children right now. Yeah. Everything you got to watch, what you say, whatever. And like I said, not
3: to say that you shouldn't go around saying whatever the fuck you want, but just the fact that we're at a point now where you have to self-edit every fucking thing to the point where you mess yourself even worse because you're overthinking about what to say. The, all the fucking time. To the point where well, it's almost yeah. like it's worse well, when you over, have to overthink before you actually open your mouth.
2: Well, you're not even. You don't have to say anything anymore. You have to think about what you're posting. You have to, you have to think about every. You have to think about what you're typing, what you're posting. And it shouldn't be that way. People should be able to speak their mind, no matter how silly, goofy, batshit crazy it is. And no yeah.
0: one should. And people should just be like, oh well.
2: Move on. Move the fuck on, people. That's really how I feel. Move on.
3: 2017. Move the fuck on. Five, you should have a t-shirt.
2: Wrestling that's, t- that's the slogan for 2017. Move the fuck on. That's um, what people need to do, man. Stop fucking <laughs> dwelling on everything. Stop, And again, stop labeling everything. Don't give everything everything now is a disease or a or a, a condition or the, i mean y- you know gluten for everyone's fucking suddenly it's 2016 and suddenly everyone's realizing gluten makes you fat <laughs> so gluten doesn't make gluten doesn't fucking make you fat a bag of potato chips makes you fat
0: jesus yeah. g- fuck
2: Jesus Christ. I, I don't know, man. It's this just angers like, me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it fucking angers me. I mean, you know, I don't know. Put the fuck? Oh, I'm fat because I'm... De- You're fat because you don't stop eating, you dumb son of a bitch. No, I'm depressed and I'm tired and my boss yells it. At- Welcome to the fucking world. It's called life yeah
3: and, and and yeah, you know and like i said joe we'll get back to the movie in a minute but this is fun you love it when we sidetrack oh. but it's like if you coddle your kid because i look at it like this i learned very early on that nobody is going to love you like your family specifically your mom and, and, and i'm glad i had the mom that i did like it was always tough always took the tough love approach because guess what when you get out into the real world Nobody's going to give a fuck about your feelings. So you have to learn how to develop a thick skin very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I honestly think, like you said, it's not even about, you know, fucking being rough on your kids. It's just a matter of teaching them, okay, look, look, Johnny, Jimmy, I love you because I'm your mom, I'm your dad, I'm grandma, I'm whoever, but sometimes you're going to come across people that you don't like and they don't like you for whatever reason. It don't have to, it don't have to be a reason. Mm-hmm. You just have people in in the world that you don't gel with for whatever reason. Yeah. There's it's, no reason to feel like a victim or get pissed off. Or, exactly. You know, you go the same place because somebody says something negative to me. Fuck
2: you. But the problem now is everyone is a victim because everything has a label. Everything now has a name. Every, every you know, I'm I, Hyper kids now are ADHD. You know what hyper kids were when I was a kid? Batshit crazy. That's what we fucking called them. Yep. And you know what? Not they made it. I was a fucking hyper kid, believe it or not. But b- you know, before I found the, uh, you know, the ganja, I was fucking hyper as hell. I had anxiety issues. I didn't know. I got through it. I never took medication. Not until I got in fucking you know later in life and started self medicating, but you know, yeah uh, yeah, that's another problem. you got fucking preschoolers
3: damn near having to have anxiety, man I'm like, what the fuck, mhm i mean i I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but if you if you if you're if you're barely uh, out of barely hitting puberty, you have no business on fucking medication. Well, what the fuck what the fuck do you have to be exi- have to have social anxiety at six seven years old? Out of here. I,
2: well and I, I mean look I'll be honest my my older one does have those issues has since pretty much first grade uh, uh first grade we did have a he's very very hyper um so yeah my my kid is on on adderall I hated it I went as long as I could without doing it but what what I realized is it was messing with his education he was not paying attention and i mean you know he's in second grade now and this year he got tested for uh the gifted and talented classes Uh. so you know i i argued with the doctor for for five months i don't want him i do not want my child on meds i do not want my child on medicine no he's too young he'll work through it you know what though when i finally realized holy shit he can do the work if he t- you know cuz the doctor said let me give you a sample of it try it for one week and if and see what happens in that first week he did amazing at school and he started becoming interested more in school so what was i going to do i'm not going to you know make my kid you know repeat grades and shit because i'm i, I don't i'm not going to give him med- medication so yeah. look, I, I yeah, do I in like doing it? Hell no. But I also don't want my kid to be labeled as stupid or be in classes that he doesn't belong in simply when simply taking one pill a day will turn him into, you know, the focused student he should be.
3: Yeah. See, I'm conflicted on it because, and and when you break the way you break it down like that, Mm -hmm. it does make sense. But just like in theory, it it, it just seems something. It it just seems wrong to me to have you have to dope a kid up just because they, you know, because a lot of times it could be just a kid being a kid. Mm -hmm. Kids are hyper.
2: A lot of times it is, and you know he, you know, we only give him his pills on weekdays. We don't give him on weekends. We let him be crazy and a kid on weekends, but. You know, some of it is, and he, you know, we've gotten his medicine to where he can still be himself, but he's just, he can focus. And that's all he needs to do. I don't care the crazy stuff, the screaming, yelling, but when he's in school, he needs to focus. And he wasn't doing that. Not only was he disrupting his own um you know, education, but him being so disruptive was also disrupting other children's education. So they were threatening to put him in a, a different class. They kept putting him outside. So he was being singled out a lot. Oh, that that'll that, fuck that, up that's a kid. Never cool. that'll fuck a kid up too. So, you know, listen, everything changes once you're in that doctor's office. With that child listening to the doctor, everything changes. Your whole, your whole demeanor on what you thought your whole life will change, because you, you know you got to look through your kid's eyes. I like I said, I don't want him singled out. I don't want him in classes that he shouldn't have been in. I, you know, I'll I'll admit, I'm a kid that probably should have been medica- medicated, but. You know, it just wasn't around back when I was I was that age. It just wasn't there. It wasn't available. But, you know, it's it's it wasn't, you know, and even B Meg's in the chat room is saying medication is the first option. It wasn't with us. We tried everything else. Everything. It was my last option and when I did it, my kids started really thriving in school, so yeah. I feel like I made the right option as a parent, but am I happy about it? No, I never will be. But you know, there's things that you you, you know you say my, you know my kid will never do this, my kid will never do that. But faced with the situation, everything changes.
3: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, as a parent, you know, you do what's best for your kid, mm-hmm. and 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 if you have to go to medication round, so be it. My whole thing is at least exhaust every other possible option first. I you know like B. Max said that you, I, you know I I'm with him. I just don't like the fact that the first option has to be medication. Right. The, the first sign of trouble, oh, put them on, drug them up.
2: Well, and you know, my, and you know I'll, I'll I'll tell another story. My sister in Florida, my young my uh, oldest nephew, who's you know way way past all this stuff now, but when you know he was seven years old. They had him in a school, and the school told my sister, he's very hyper, he's this, he's that. You have to medicate him, or we're going to have to throw him out of school. Wow. Now, this was a pre-K. Jesus you crap. pay. I'm already, I'm already disgusted. You pay to go to pre-K most of the time. This was the school she was paying for, and that's what they told. Her. So she pulled, 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 pulled them out right that that day. She said, "Okay, can I never come back here again?" But you know, and and that is B Megs is one hundred percent correct. the The first thing teachers jump to is medication. It's the first thing, and we actually ended up going through three schools his 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 first year because. Uh, In kindergarten, he wouldn't nap. Never took a nap all through kindergarten. And they hated it. So we had to keep switching schools because they were basically throwing him out. If he can't nap, he has to go. You You know, but all through that whole napping phase, I never medicated him. I never did the medicine until he was halfway through first grade. And I realized I was stunting his education. It was me, not not listening to the doctor. So I went in, and I said, you know my feelings, but I'm going to shut the fuck up, and I'm going to listen to what you have to say, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. So I listened, he was right, I said, let's try it, and, you know, we've had a few snags here where he gets used to it, we have to adjust it here, adjust it there, but it's a week here, a week there, he's been excellent in school so far doing great on tests getting his work done so you know all in all it feels good that i made the correct decision but yeah
3: very good yeah, yeah. And like i said you know you, you exhausted every opportun- you know every option you had mm-hmm. and look i, I have no problem with that i like it's just a matter of that first option because like i said hypothetically speaking if, if if drugging the kid up is the first option that everybody takes all the time without exhausting options, mm-hmm. you don't know. Like I said, you, you might you might be creating a future addict. I mean, everybody's different, but like I said, they they might they might learn early on that whenever I, you know whenever shit is going bad in my life, I gotta self medicate. I gotta take pills. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. That's the only way I'm gonna feel better. That's where I'm coming from with it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly, and and that's one of the problems. I didn't, I just don't want him to become dependent, so, you know, and as he gets older, the doctor said he'll be able to slow him down and eventually off the pills. He'll figure it out. But, you know, in the meantime, I don't, like I said, I don't want the kid being held back a grade, you know, and then it'll be my fault, And, and then it will be my fault. I don't want them being held back. I don't want them being put in, put in special classes like I was. You know, but I don't know. And, you know, it, it, these pharmaceutical companies right now are all up in arms because, you know, weed's getting legalized everywhere, and they're losing money on pain pills. <laughs> you know, and then they're they're freaking out. Oh, my God, our pain pill money is going away. <laughs>
3: And, let, and, let, and let's be honest, you know, not to go off on it, but fuck it, we didn't went this far. The whole the whole reason um, we, for so long, was illegal, not because they gave a fuck about what it did to you, because they couldn't find a way to legally tax it. Mm-hmm. Now that they found a way to do that, lo and behold, it's getting legalized everywhere, slowly well, but surely.
2: Which I also find to be bullshit. They found a way to tax another leaf, it's called tobacco. Another one called Lettuce. I mean, you know, there's a ton of stuff. Look, they've already... It took them a year and a half to figure out how to fucking, you know, tax the shit out of this vape thing, but they did it. You know, they, they... Look, there's a reason they don't want to legalize marijuana. The DEA doesn't want marijuana legalized. They make money.
3: Yeah.
2: They make money. The pharmaceutical companies don't want it legalized. You know why? Because marijuana can help PTSD. Marijuana can help Epilepsy, um, Park- Parkinson's disease. It's been you know there's videos all over YouTube and Facebook of people, you know, stopping the tremors within five minutes or less of you know smoking a joint or smoking a bowl. Yeah. Uh, 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 pain medications are, are like I said, pharmaceutical companies are already losing their shit because pain medicines are down in states where it's legal. Weighed like 60% down because doctors are prescribing marijuana first before they prescribe you some fucking pill. So,
0: yeah, no, of course the
2: fucking government doesn't want it happening. I don't think they're going to have a choice. Colorado is banking, banking money this year. And they will shit. You know, I mean like for the longest time, you know how like
3: Florida was like the destination state for people to retire to,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I think Colorado might uh
2: <laughs> take that title within the next 10 years. Well, I think Florida is going to have If Florida's going to legalize it. I think they actually just passed it to uh legalize growing there. Yeah. So, you know, that's the first step. Once they legalize that, there's going to be dispensaries, you know, dispensaries out there in no time. Yeah. I want to go back.
3: And my, and my whole thing is this. E- e- even, even if you smoke it recreationally, you don't hear about people doing fucked up shit because of weed. No. I, I mean, let's be honest. You never do.
2: No. Do you know how you much... You never fucking do. And do you know how much marijuana you'd have to smoke in order... Do, do you realize how much weed you'd have to smoke to overdose on it? Do you, Do you know the exact amount? Uh... Well, snoop's
3: still alive and kicking, so
2: uh, I'm assuming like snoop levels. fifteen hundred pounds in fifteen minutes. you would have to fall into a volcano of marijuana And even then
3: this weed it's, it comes from the earth. even then I, I I would like I would like my chances
2: if listen, if you smoke fifteen hundred pounds, you deserve to die. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but no, in 15 minutes, come the fuck on. But look, drug companies are pissed because it's a good option for a lot of people. The elder, I mean, even for old, you know, elderly people are even, you know, turning to it for aches and pains. It's great for arthrit- arthritis. So, and obviously the glaucoma. So, I mean, there's tons of stuff. No one wants to fucking legalize it, though. No one wants to. No one. I guess what we should do is blame it on the CIA and get back to the movie.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was a a nice little tie-in. Yeah, Yeah. and I'll say I have a little rant because uh, I don't know if it's affected you yet, but uh, the the sugary tax with the uh, sodas and water and all that shit, anything that got sugar in it,
2: No, that's... I believe that started in uh, NY, in New York. We do not have that here. A, B, I drink so little soda, it wouldn't matter to me.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I've kind of weaned, but it's just like, shh. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I I know that's been in New York for like a while now, I believe. I've, I've heard someone complaining about that, so... I I pretty much know it's been there for a while, but no, it hasn't gotten here at all. But like I, this believe it or not, my family drinks juice and water, dude.
3: Yeah, but it's it's
2: not even just a soda though.
3: Anything that has sugar in it,
2: mm. yeah, that anything that, that has
3: sugar in it is getting taxed up. So yeah. it's it's that, that that that's what I. It's just insane.
2: So food with sugar in it? No, basically beverages. Any beverages, beverages with sugar be- in it.
3: Ugh. So so even, even if you get like a a big ass thing of Sunny D, it's going to get taxed up on it. Ooh, so wow. in other words if it's like 2, let's just say it's 2.99, mm-hmm. right? By the time you by the time it get taxed up, you're going to be paying like over a dollar more. Yeah. So it goes from 2.99 to like maybe close to 4 bucks.
2: Huh. So technically even like uh, like a natural juice, technically is sugared with natural yeah. sugars. What are they gonna do yeah. with that shit?
3: Exactly. It's just it's just some, it's just some fucking. Yeah, it's just
2: fucking another way for them to make money. You people are finding more fucking taxes to make money, and you are bitching about a little fucking weed. Go suck a suck Anthony's left dick. Thank you. Yeah. I gotta come
3: up with a new catchphrase, but I couldn't have said it better because basically it's it's called the uh because I got the uh I had some notes. Trying to be more professional in 2017.
2: Wow, I don't have... It's called
3: the uh, sugary beverage text.
2: Nice. The only note I have is uh, my Netflix best DVDs ever to fill out in the next couple of weeks.
3: I got (laughs) that. So basically, the sugary beverage text basically says, any liquid with sugar or zero calorie sweetener.
1: What? This
2: fucking shit is insane. I'm telling you. So all you Diet Coke people out there, and there is a shitload of Diet Coke people out there, you're fucked. All the diet sodas are fucked. All those so-called, you know, (laughs) no-sugar drinks are fucked. Basically, if you're not buying water, you're fucked. And think about
3: it. All right, now anybody, look, you know, this got me a little heated. So basically, when you go to the supermarket right box
1: mm-hmm.
3: you're basically getting taxed twice hmm. you're getting you get you're basically when you pay for all your items, you're getting that sales tax, plus you're paying double tax on like what whatever uh beverages you got that got sugar in it, yeah, so you're getting taxed twice for the same shit
2: this is gonna skyrocket powdered drinks and uh soda streams so you can make your own soda.
3: Exactly. I mean, so it's like it's not even about the, About like I said, I I basically haven't. I'm not drinking soda like I used to. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm pissed off about Mountain Dew being like fucking five dollars
2: a box. Yeah, but you want to go. Yeah, but you want to go get a three dollar and thirty cent Red Bull. You want to pay five fucking bucks for a Red Bull?
3: It's it's insane to me. It's just like uh, I'm just this sugary. But like I said, this is, goes to the point that we were saying earlier with the weed. Anything that they can fucking make money off, I guarantee you, we're going to get to a point in this country where you're going to have to pay. They're going to find a way to charge people to use public bathrooms. It'll be a buck to take a piss. Dude, a, a $2 if you got to take a dude, shit. And they're wait. going to charge you for the toilet paper, too.
2: There is a bar I know of that I used to go to that literally you had to pay $0.25 cents to get in the bathroom.
3: That's a That's, that's a damn shame. I'm sorry.
2: And <laughs> and I knew a gas station. I, I I know of a gas station here that you have to. They they do the same thing. You have to pay fifty cents to get in. You go to the register. They give you change. You go 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 to the bathroom.
3: That, 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 I'm sorry, man. That's a that's a disgrace.
2: <laughs> I think so, but I've seen it. It's not. It's 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 few and far between. But you know, I I guess all that did was replace the hubcap keychain. <laughs> and I mean a real so, hubcap, people, because you know not so, many cars have hubcaps so, anymore. <laughs>
3: B Megs in the chat uh, thinks that water tax is coming soon. You really think they will find a way to tax fucking water, spring water?
2: Dude, I honestly ninety percent of the water I drink in my house comes from filters. Um. For um, we we got the filter in the fridge. We have the filter on the sink, and I fill up. I have a like a. Uh, two-and-a-half-gallon, you know, uh, big jug I fill up with in the sink. And then when the kids need water, we just get it out of the fridge. But we don't buy a lot of bottled water to thank God. But I won't lie. I'm on the road. I run out of drinks. I grab two, three bottles of water or a giant bottle of water. So now I don't know much about this water tax. What is that? I don't oh, know. no,
3: I think he was being sarcastic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you want to make a bet?
3: I look. I look at it like this, man. <laughs> Make a bet. <laughs> I mean, I look at it like this: we can't tax our way to prosperity, and we can't burrow our way out of fucking debt. No, it it it, it just seems like this country as a whole. Whenever whenever we get in some shit in terms of our bills, it's like, oh, let's tax everybody. Yeah. It, let, let, let's tax everybody. And, and wh- who the fuck is this watery, this sugary tax? It always, aff- whenever taxes go up on anything, it always affects the middle class first. Yeah. It always affects the fucking middle class. The middle class will be the new uh, fucking lower class if we keep at it in the next, I will say, in the next
2: 30 to 40 years. That's right. Suck a dick, FICA. Oh. Jesus. Fuck
3: out of here! A fucking
2: just saying <laughs> that. Think about it. Just Sorry.
3: saying that shit out loud sounds dumb as hell. The F- sugary beverage. say hey, fuck you.
2: Yeah, that's that's really fun. I mean, and you know, like I said, those hundred percent juices out there all have natural sugar in them. What are they gonna? Well, they they, they did say of artificially sweetened and sugar. So, mm. you know that 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 might clarify that right there.
3: Yeah, but I, it's it's just like I I, I just don't like because that's like I said that that that's a, like a technical way of saying you're fucked regardless. So if, even if you try to go the quote unquote healthy route, mm-hmm. we're still gonna find a way to get that extra couple dollars out of you.
2: Yeah, you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to buy those cheap ass ninety nine cent uh, energy drinks. Jeez. Those things will fuck you up, man. Yeah. They'll those those cheap energy drinks will fuck up every part of your body. Yeah. Your buddy bitchman's yeah, saying the best
3: like it affects the poor people first cuz those sugary drinks are the cheapest. I get Just them for the long, every now. for the longest time.
2: Dude, I get them every now and then. Don't, don't, don't. I'm not fucking around. I'll, I'll go get one of those those Venom, those Venoms are a dollar, the the um and those uh the NOS energy. I love the taste of those NOS energy drinks. They taste like mandarin oranges. <sighs> Oh, if they came out with that and a drink without the fucking caffeine, I would drink it every day. Uh what else is yeah. good? That is good shit, man. But yeah, I mean, I get an, I, I get energy drinks every now and then. Were you a Powerade person? I was hoping them for a minute. I like Powerade, Gatorade, um... I'll even grab a vitamin water every now and then. They're Those, they're, are, the, they're, those are actually good, too. Those are really good. I the only i don't like that pomegranate one it has the <laughs> I, worst. I love that one <laughs> it's got the to me it's got the worst aftertaste the worst and those um those neuro energy drinks the they have a bunch of different ones they have uh, uh energy a bliss a mood those things will fuck you those things will jack you up dude
3: only yeah. thing about like I, I don't fuck I can't do Red Bull. I mean they're good in the moment, but think you ever have a Red Bull like one or two of? Them, I don't know how people drink them like this, but one or two of them, and then like after a certain amount of time, you just crash completely. Well, that's you ever
2: that happen to you? Of course, that's that's the sugar content. That's why I try to get the 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 zero, the Red Bull zero sugar one, uh, uh, which is still artificially sweetened. Don't get me wrong, I know it is. But um, the uh, Monsters I like, Monster Zero I like, even though there's a bit of an aftertaste. But, dude, I was hooked on those energy drinks. I I was drinking two to three a day for, I would say, a good year and a half. Um, Started having some heart issues didn't know if that's what the cause was so i stopped the energy drinks and uh i just grab one like i'll have maybe two a month at the like maybe two a month now Smart. you know Man, did
3: you ever do uh the five hour energy drinks
2: remember those the what
3: remember five hour energy drinks you oh,
2: ever yeah. do those yeah, the um my my brother-in-law is big into the nutraceuticals, all those energy drinks and powders what? and all that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I got 4 cases of energy shots from him, all different flavors. <laughs> so I my fridge in my garage is full of energy shots. But if I drink those, they're, they're two ounces, right? Uh-huh. I can use it four times.
0: Wow. That's
2: how little caffeine I drink, A, and how caffeine affects my body. I can drink that. I can drink a half ounce, and <laughs> it will do the job for, it might not do a five-hour, but it'll, get, it, it'll pump me up for a good two, three, four hours. Easy. So I can drink, I can use it four times. I just take a small sip, and I'm, mm-hmm. it, and it, I'm good. But That's good. I have, I have. let's see, how many were in it? There was 12 in a box. There was 12, so there's 144 in each case. I have four different flavors. So I have a lot of energy shots in my fridge. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and and the, and the thing with this, we all like a little sweetness to you know, food, our food, our drinks, but it's like those five hour energy that literally like that was the definition of fucking a bottle of sugar, like Jesus.
2: They were, but now they actually have them with no sugar. I think most of the five hour energy, job, I believe they've gone sugar free. I'm yes. sure they use artificial <laughs> again. I
3: haven't had them in years, but that's a good I'm, that, that's a good start for
2: them. But now. I mean, we have we we have. Local energy shot, you know, like Tweaker and all kinds of crazy names like that, you know, like Night Move and, you know, Rage. We have a bunch of the local people around here doing those energy shots. I won't touch them, to be honest with you. The ones I have are called Go All Natural. They're uh-huh. all natural. The vitamin content in these energy shots is off the charts. Wow. Um, They're, they're the same company who does it does um uh, they also do hemp oil wow, yeah, I got some vapable I got some vapable hemp oil in my uh a couple jars from him in my uh cabinet, but it's good stuff, man, yeah, you know, like b megs is saying, most of the drinks I just mentioned, most of them are owned now by coca cola, which should tell you how much sugar is in them um you know, my kids can drink dr Pepper. They can drink root beer, they have one Coca Cola, and they're up all night. All Eat fucking Coke. night. <laughs> switch them over to Coke Zero. <laughs> it's it still does. I don't know what it is about Coke, but regular Coke fucks them up. They can drink Diet Coke, they can drink anything else. But I ref- I, I I gave them Coke the uh, Christmas Eve, uh-huh. and regretted it. It was wired all night, huh? I'm like, yeah, they're they're gonna want to go to sleep, dude. It was one in the morning, and I'm still sitting there, like, oh my god. So they didn't even, they don't even crash off a of coke. They don't even hit a uh, sugar crash. Now remember, I just told you about my oldest one, who, oh, yeah. who once he's jacked up, look out world. He's like Roger Rabbit after doing a shot of fucking. You know when he freaks out. That's what my son is like. he just goes nuts once he gets sugared up and my little one was right behind him doing everything and I'm like, oh my god <laughs> I, I, I i I'm not lying. I left to go to the liquor store <laughs>
3: oh that, that's phenomenal
2: Christmas Eve I'm like listen it's uh it's eight forty. I have 20 minutes to get to the liquor store. I'll be back."
3: Mr. Sandman, mm, bring, bring me, me a drink. some
2: Southern Comfort because that's oh, what I God. got was a bottle of Southern Comfort and a 12-pack <laughs> of beer. I got a bottle of Soco and a 12-pack of Coors Light. Uh, anyone in Florida listening to this knows I am a Soco man.
3: Same. I mean, I mean, box. The only thing that could have made that story funnier <laughs> is if on your way to the bar you had an inner Sandman playing. <laughs> <laughs> that, would have been a, that, that would have made the story complete.
2: No, I believe on driving to the. I believe I, well, I'm probably I'm, i I was listening to Wrestling Soup, so uh, shout out once again to those boys. Check them out every Thursday, nine thirty p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Mixler. Uh, there you go. Quick shout out for them. But yeah, I was listening to them, and yeah, I'm like man, I got to get there. And you got to realize you're in East Texas, so any it takes you. Tw- Twenty minutes to get anywhere in East Texas because it's it's literally when people say East Bumfuck, this is the town they're talking about.
3: Now was this like early in the day? Because I I, I it, where no, was this like a? This
2: was eight eight thirty eight forty
3: five. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch! Yeah, because these stores on our on our, on uh my side of the world they shut down like around like five six o'clock. So you are a lucky bastard.
2: Yeah, we have till nine o'clock here. Um, to get liquor. We can get beer till 1 o'clock because they go by Eastern Time, which 2 a.m. Eastern Time is shutdown time, so 1 o'clock. You cannot get liquor here on Sundays at all. Beer only. Beer and wine only. Um, Unless you got a hookup. I knew a place out in East Texas who if you went... if you walked in and said, "Can I get a bottle of this?" she would go to the go next go next door, get it, ring it up as something else, write it down, and then take it out of inventory the next day. Ah, uh, so you know, funny, that store closed down three weeks ago. Mm. Hmm. Uh <laughs> She'd been around for years. Years last, I mean, I, I had, I've been here nine years. And they said she was here way before I'd even been going there, and uh, it was two little, uh, two little Asian girls, very sexy little Asian girls that owned the store. Oh, they could have been doing anything else out of there, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, they closed down a few <laughs> weeks ago. I drove by a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Damn it." But uh, yeah, and it, but one o'clock in the morning, my kids were still bouncing the fuck around on Christmas Eve, and I was like, "What did I do?" And I realized I gave them, I gave them both one can, one can of the, uh, you know, they had Santa, the Santa cans. Uh huh. I gave them each one can, and uh, they went to bed finally. I ended up giving both of them melatonin. At 145. Dude, come on. I, dude, I still had work to do, and I had to sleep, too.
3: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Like, kiddos, you got to take one for the team mm. tonight.
2: <laughs> melatonin for everyone. Thank you, melatonin.
3: Yeah. And honestly, uh, once again, I don't want to seem like we're advocating for uh, drugging the kiddos tonight, but you know what else put you to sleep? hmm and whatever whatever you're going through, sick, sore throat, put you to sleep. Benadryl,
2: Benadryl, Nyquil. I'm I'm a big believer in Nyquil. But here's what I found with melatonin. Melatonin A is not a drug. It is a root. Is what it is. It does come in pill form, so they have powdered it, made it into a pill. But it it promotes sleep. It doesn't put you to sleep there's a the, 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 there's a difference melatonin makes you s- kind of just drift into a drowsiness a little drowsy i i i can take melatonin and if i can't go to sleep i'm cool it's not like you take an ambien and you're drooling if something happens to happen trying to thought, stay awake yeah you know uh melatonin you can take and if you stay awake for you know like an hour it's already out of your system so it's not something that's going to have side effects which i love about it and you know my doctor said you're not giving him you 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 you're not giving your kid drugs you're giving him a root melatonin is not a drug it is non-addictive so and you, you know you can get it at any health food store so Melatonin's a good thing, man. I use it damn near every night, especially if I'm not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if I'm not drinking, melatonin is a great to fucking use. It really is. But yeah, I, I I've I've tried the um, that Z-Quil is actually very good, and that Z-Quil is alcohol free. It it comes in alcohol free. Um. I found that out when I was getting my cluster headaches, and I got the ZQL. I took one or I took two, and that night, I had the worst headaches I've had in a long time um By the way, when you get cluster headaches, every one is the worst one you'll you'll realize that if you ever hear me talk about them again and um but I realized it, they, there was alcohol. And then I went back to the store and they have some with no alcohol. So, and those actually, t- I think the no alcohol ones worked better on me. They put me out. Out. So, I've tried all that stuff. And even some of those um, those, uh drinks do the job. Uh, I know those are for people who are, you know, basically on ecstasy and coming back from the rave, man. Yeah. But uh, they'll work. We have There's a good Bob Marley relaxed drink that's out there that's really, really does help you chill. It can really calm you down and get you to sleep. But I don't know. I, I, I believe in a lot of that shit. And uh, I don't know, man. Melatonin always helps. but That sugar tax is fucked up. Yeah, that's what I was saying, man.
3: It what it's not even just about the soul, it's just the fact that they're 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 finding ways to just overtax you for any fucking thing. Yep. Yep. Like Jesus Christ. Like, come on now.
2: You know whose fault it is, man? <laughs> it's the CIA man. Well, let's go ahead and knock this movie out. Then we can talk all the fucking drug talk we want. <laughs> but that was uh, that was good I, I I actually i'm serious man i really enjoy talking uh, talking just off the cuff stuff like that more yeah. than i enjoy talking about a topic that we pick for the night yeah
3: yeah switch it up a little bit keeps the show fresh mm. and interesting <laughs> I,
2: I i i i i like just talking life and shit man because uh it's really what we're all what, what everyone's experiencing it's the easiest thing to talk about because everyone experiences life. Yeah, if you're yeah, talking, I've, I've
3: broken it down into three chapters. Uh-oh. When it comes to life, oh shit, I'm you're prob- born, oh. waste time, you die,
2: the end. Mm. <laughs> I guess I'm in the waste time phase, long <laughs> into it.
3: That's all we all doing, man.
2: Long you waste time, it. you die. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, pretty much.
3: I mean, pretty
2: much. I mean, pretty much. I mean you know you, you have everyone tries to put their mark out there, obviously, there's certain people who have done better than others, you know you got guys like the rock. no one's ever gonna fucking forget the rock, but uh I don't know man let's uh yeah, let's knock this movie out. We were uh and I paused the movie where we were for two reasons: one, I wanted to play the part, two um I didn't want to lose the place where we were. So here we go. We were at the part where they were actually in Jason Bateman's office who played Trevor, who was the kid who we discussed earlier, threw out Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, into uh, the gym naked. Um, And I wanted to play that part where just total dick move he does here. Let me see if I'm close to it. I'm I'm close, but let me see how close.
0: No, I I I don't think so. You're both going here it is, here's your transaction number. Here, hold You're on both here. going because you want to know what they're gonna vote on homecoming king and queen again. Maybe you and Maggie can make it.
2: Yeah, a few few more seconds and we'll get to get to that. Here we go. Um, oh,
0: men, a few years ago.
2: Oh, I, by the way, we were talking about the part where he was being a total douche and completely turns the tables on the rock and you will hear that
0: now. I found the Lord Almighty. And ever since then, my life has been completely different, okay? He's got a plan for each and every one of us, and in his infinite wisdom, he makes no mistakes. Hmm? Yeah, right about that. And I think the Lord put you here because he wants me to get something off my chest, he wants me to clear my conscience, and he wants me to ask for forgiveness. Robert, what I did to you at that rally in senior year was a cowardly act, something that I've regretted every single day, Yeah. I mean, bullying is a, is a national crisis. making can leave people with a lifetime of pain. So... I just want to say how truly sorry I am for what happened, you know? Or for what, I, for what I did. It didn't just happen, I did it, I did it, and I wish to God that I had not done it. So, I'm hoping that you can find it in your heart to forgive me. I wasn't expecting this at all. Oh, it. No, I know it. Just so happy, I don't know what to say. How about you say, the Oscar goes to Trevor Olsen. Mm. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> weird dick you stupid ass good god you're dumb dumber than ever I guess and you too Calvin look at that stupid
2: alright I'm gonna pause it for just a second um, obviously we were talking that there are some mm, se- a, a, a few serious moments in this comedy uh, this is one of them obviously the bully being the bully, still the bully. Some bullies never fucking change. They never grow up. Um obviously that's the case with this guy in this movie. Um but you know then and, and this is the part that we were talking about earlier where Kevin Hart is, you know, and we'll, we'll we'll get to it in just a second. Where Kevin Hart's telling him, you know, do do what you did to the guys in the bar. kick kick his ass, kick his ass. And um He looks in the window and sees the reflection of him, and he doesn't see the rock we see. He sees the fat kid, Robert, weird dick. So, I'll get back to it real quick now. But anyway.
0: Look, on those two faces, the Lord taught me to care. Unbelievable. I'm a Scientologist, okay? That's A. Holy fuck. (laughs) I've been and free since 2003. Clear as shit. And I'm sorry for what I did. Let me tell you what I'm sorry about. I'm sorry I didn't toss your naked ass out there three more times. It was the best senior prank ever. I still get emails about it. You know what? You're gonna regret you ever opened your mouth. You hear me, Trevor? Oh, yeah? How come, Calvin? Oh, because he's about to whoop your ass. That's why. Who is? Bob, get up and whoop his ass. Oh, here she comes. Let me tell you something. Weird dick can't chug a bunch of (laughs) steroids and elk urine and miraculously be able to kick my ass all of a sudden, okay? It ain't gonna happen. Because here's why. Once a fat kid, always a fat kid. Huh? Prove me wrong. Bob, come on. Do what you did in the bar.
2: Obviously right here, he's looking at himself. And all he sees is a fat little kid
0: scared come on hit me and i'll sue your ass and take your fanny pack away <laughs> what's the matter with you i just want to go. Oh, she wants to go go ahead kept there calling you go.
2: him she really really tough it was kind of the tough part in the movie honestly you're not used to seeing the rocking scenes like this to be honest versatility it is and he you know the right he made you feel bad for him which holy shit that's what the scene's supposed to convey you're supposed to feel sorry for him in this scene um but uh you know this was a really good scene but like i said it showed the bully being the bully never fucking growing up being the dickhead he always is always was and probably will end up growing up alone and no one will give a shit about him. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's just one of the... It's really not the kind of scene you would expect The Rock to be in. This is also the scene where they threaten to... Uh, after all this happens, they uh, take uh, threaten it to, to uh, arrest his wife for conspiracy to commit treason. And he does turn in The Rock here and um, The Rock gets questioned by his you know what we now know is his boss uh (laughs) there's there's a scene where there's another good scene where kevin hart finally realizes that uh, he is the rock's only friend goes back breaks him out of there and the rock waves (laughs) he's got his finger is bot like broken and the rock waves and his fingers flapping around. Then he fixes it. It's a really funny scene, though, man.
3: Oh yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: The, 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 this whole movie goes 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 really good with the funny scenes. The, the and what the 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 trailers were most of the really funny scenes, but there was a lot more funny scenes in this movie. Yeah.
3: So. Hey, I, I, honestly, like I said, it's a comedy, but. Surprisingly for a comedy with the rock and Kevin Hart, you wouldn't necessarily think it would have a lot of depth to it in terms of like uh, content, but man, there's it's a couple of scenes in this movie that really kind of get like the scene we just played. Uh, a was a co- scenes, uh, yeah.
2: There was a couple scenes I was expecting uh Damon Wayans to just say message Keenan. Keenan, Keenan Ivory <laughs> Keenan Ivory, that's right. One of the fucking Wayans. God damn it. <laughs> I'll
3: fucking with you.
2: <laughs> Damn, it, they all have the same last name. I can't keep them fucking straight. Marlin, Keenan, fucking Damon, there there's there's more. I'm missing I know I'm missing like 3 of them.
3: Well, we well, we named the three most imp- the famous ones.
2: Yeah, we, yeah, we named the three. And uh David Allen Greer, which I call the Wayne brother from another mother.
3: <laughs> That's probably true. He might he got to be a cousin or something.
2: <laughs> I don't know if he's related, but he's always tied in with those guys somewhere. Definitely. Definitely, which I, I don't mind. I I, I actually like David Allen Greer. And uh, you want to see a good movie with David Allen Greer? Watch Boomerang. Yes,
3: yeah, him oh, Eddie dude, Murphy. I, I love that fucking movie.
2: I do too, man. Him Eddie Murphy and uh, Martin, Martin Lawrence, and you get to see Robin Given sexy body in that movie. Yes, she is gorgeous in that fucking movie, man. Absolutely,
3: man, I can get started, but man, uh. Eddie Murphy taught me some life lessons in that he. Been, <laughs> I got him and him and uh, uh fucking uh Tony Atlas got to be best friends after that flick. If oh, yeah. you want to know what kind of chick you dealing with, look at the, feed. Look at That'll the feet. That'll tell you all you need to know.
2: Oh yeah, Tony. That's actually a that true one. statement. Probably, probably. That's that's probably Tony Atlas' favorite scene. Um. Now, there's another scene. Where uh, we also brought up, uh, actually, Anthony, Yu brought up his nickname, the Golden Jet. Yes. And we actually, they actually do end up stealing a Golden Jet. Yes. Isn't that amazing?
3: Yeah, it's, it's, that's just one of those scenes where you just kind of have to
2: turn your brain off. But it, it, it was still funny. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? This whole movie is one of those I just want to kill... Actually, it's about a two-hour movie. I just want to kill a couple hours, shut my brain off, and watch a movie. Exactly. This is a perfect one to do. And, and, you know, while they're stealing the plane, The Rock has Kevin Hart distracting someone. And as he's doing it, The Rock is behind him swinging a rope like a dick. Uh, <laughs>
3: Yes. <laughs> oh God!
2: It's just hilarious. But um, and then that snake came out of the cooler, which I hate snakes. Oh, oh, I'm watching. You're from now. Texas, and you ah. hate snakes, dude. The only good snake to me is a dead one. It's also why when I'm walking around in East Texas, I have a 45 revolver on me with snake shots in it.
3: Wow. Are rattlesnakes as big in Texas as they say? Yes. And I'm not I'm not even just saying cuz mm-hmm. of the Steve Austin tying in, but are they like are
2: like still like a big thing? Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're they during the summer they're all you have to watch out, listen and watch where you're stepping. Uh especially out in the country cuz East Texas is all country. So, yeah, I literally walk around there with uh, snake shots in a revolver. Wow. I got a thirty eight and a forty five out there, both revolvers with snake shots. Yep. I do not like snakes at all. At all. Um after that they fly to Boston to do this meet because obviously they're trying to find the black badger and uh Now, the reason, we've completely forgot to, we skipped over this, the reason they have Kevin Hart is because he is an accountant and his specialties are forensic accounting. Yeah. Uh, And The Rock needs him to get into some things and he has some clearances. Obviously, that's another reason they were in the office of Jason Bateman, the bully, because they needed his clearance to do it. Yeah. Uh, So... That's the reason The Rock befriended and needed uh Kevin Hart's character in this movie. Uh there's there's another little meaningful scene where they're, you know, The Rock fakes that the plane's about to crash and Kevin Hart admits he wants children and loves his life, blah blah blah. That all ties into the later part of the movie. But um You know, from there they do go to the to meet and this is where you're not 100% sure if the rock really isn't the black badger in this movie he you know gives a little line to kevin hart that he said to his partner before he died the old see you on the other side line and then the rock walks away with a sort of sort of mean scowl on his face uh, but as they finally do go down they do meet They find out that The Rock's partner, who is supposed to be dead, is the Black Badger. And, uh, you know, this is basically a lot of action scenes after that. Um, The Rock shoots Kevin Hart, but, uh, shoots him in a spot where it doesn't do any damage, really. Basically gets him, just nicks his neck, uh... Brings it up to a spot where Kevin Hart gets to pay him back because he's not sure what's going on or who to trust, but he ends up shooting the rock in the ass. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, like I said, there's a lot of action after that, you know, before, during this, and I'm not going to go through every action scene. Obviously, I'm sure you can figure out how this movie turns out, like most spy movies do. Turns out good in the end. Uh they end up going to the reunion for school. The rock ends up being the two thousand sixteen slash nineteen ninety-six homecoming king. Yes. And we're building uh, to the folks. Yep. We're building. Yep. And he uh also gets to basically ends up standing on stage and facing his fears. And he gets naked again.
3: Yeah, because it's a little plot point. But uh, at one point in the movie, uh, Kevin Hart and the Rock have like one of those uh, deep coming to Jesus type conversations. Mm -hmm. And Rock opens up to him and says, I can't get naked. And then Kevin Hart goes, Ah. what do you do during sex? Turn that light. He basically turned the lights off. Because, I mean, that shit affected him. Because, I mean... we can sit here and laugh, and it was a funny scene. But let's be honest: if what happened to the Rock happened to any one of us, we would have some issues a lot later, in like later in later life.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: So yeah, that that was the Rock's big hang up. He couldn't see him. He couldn't like see himself naked at any point ever.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly, man. That was hilarious. But. um you know, the movie ends, that happens. Kevin, and uh, obviously the end of the movie, Kevin Hart, um, one of the things he was, you know, obviously wanting, never to talk to his wife about, were children. And by the end of the movie, his wife is pregnant, everything's good, and um, him and The Rock just basically take off. They never really say if he joined the, center, the CIA, but the CIA did say if he needs a job, he's good.
3: I so. think they left it open ended because we're going to get a sequel.
2: I hope so. Now let me ask you a question. You, 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 you end up meeting up with a dude you haven't seen since high school, and he asks you to do something like this. Are you in, or are you out? Dep- Honestly, it would have to depend on how close I was to the
3: dude. Really. Yeah. I'm down. If I, I, honestly it, 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 even like I said if, if we were like tight in high school we just kinda like kind of like went our separate ways and each I I would honestly probably go for it.
2: I don't know, man. I would do shit like this. I'm the I mean, I'm the kind of I would I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm in." All right, you got to shoot people. I'm more in, bro. All <laughs> <right? Okay. laughs> I mean, but, <laughs>
3: so you wouldn't have to have, like, a pre-existing relationship with the person, though? You you would just say, fuck it, I'm in?
2: I don't know, man. Dude, let Should I say this? Let me put it this way. You ever had that conversation with your friends where you're sitting there like, dude. You know, you and a bunch of guys like, all right, man. You got to bury a body. What friend do you call? I'd say most of my friends would say I'm that guy. Wow, you know what I mean. I'm the guy that they would call. <laughs> so, I'm I'm you know I'm I've I've said before I'm 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 yes I'm a salesman but salesmen are basically fixers we fix problems is what we do. I want to quote Kevin Nash. <laughs> he, ba- he basically in one of
3: his mini shoot interviews he basically said a friend to help you move a good friend to help you move a body. Scott Hall's a good friend. <laughs> and then he just laughed, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Need, everybody needs that type that type of friend. Like, well, you can call them, and you can call them with the most reckless shit you could think of, and they'd be like, dude, I'm in. I'm there. What you need? Everybody needs that one friend. Bro, I've... I've
2: I'm not going to get into anything, but I've had some pretty odd requests from friends, and I've gotten some friends out of some pretty fucks-up situations, but yeah dude. yeah, there you go. Winston Wolf. he was a fixer in pulp fiction. Goddamn right. <laughs> um, so you so basically, Bob, and your little click, you were the Winston Wolf. <laughs> uh, I, I I guess in a way, whenever things went bad, I was I don't freak under pressure. Um, believe it or not, some of my my customers don't like that. the fact that I don't freak out when they have a problem um i remain calm i don't try to blame i fix yeah i fix it's what you do you know what you blame people after the whole problem is fixed my i had a boss who would literally sit there and the whole time we had a problem all he was doing was trying to figure out who to blame meanwhile the problem was still dangling there two weeks down the road we'd still have the problem and the customer still didn't have the product. And he's still looking for someone to fucking blame through paperwork. The product.
3: No, but see, I mean, see, let's be honest, man. Like whenever, like whether it's, you know, professional, personal, whatever the situation, you need somebody, you need at least one person to keep a cool head. If everybody's freaking out, shit, not going to get accomplished. You need one person to be that, that voice of reason, even in the most think of the most fucked up situation you had like uh for example you know Mm. tied in the wrestling for example owen hart passed away tragic situation everybody was distraught. i'm sure was crying breaking down because nothing like that had ever happened on that level
1: right
3: and i'm sure like vince was probably he like i mean not to say that he wasn't distraught in his own way but he probably as the owner he had to be the voice of reason Uh he had to be the one if you look at look look at it like this if you're the if you're uh, an employee, and some bad shit happens at your job, and you look to your boss for leadership, and he's in the corner breaking down, mm-hmm. what? The, I mean, you need you need somebody to keep a cool head. Well, and no matter how bad the situation get, you need somebody to take control of the situation.
2: Oh, I mean, that's the old cliches. You know, so goes the captain, so goes the ship. If your captain is freaking the fuck out, everyone else is gonna freak out, man. And you know I've I've managed warehouses and shit and when you got a problem you just fucking fix it. You don't I don't I I never get I actually never I I did always find who who to blame but just fix it. Yeah. Go to the person say look you did this this and this don't do it again and that's it. Next time I have to write you up. And that's it. That's what I used to do. I that was when I ran a wire and cable warehouse. But, I don't know, man, freaking out is the worst thing you can do in any situation. My fiancé is the biggest freak-out artist. Mm. And she makes my kids freak out. Oh. So a lot of times, you know, I'll just be like, you go in the other room, I'll take care of I've I've always been the, look, don't get me wrong, I can lose my shit like anybody else out there. I can lose my shit, lose my cool... But I try to chill. I try to remain calm, fix the problem. So, yeah, a lot of my friends have said if uh, anything ever went bad, I'd be the one to call.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's it. Look, after the situation is solved and resolved, whatever, there's plenty of time to blame and heads to roll and all that. But when you're in the heat of the moment, shit. Mm. The thing, I, I yeah, fuck it, I'm going to equate it to one of my favorite movies goodfellas okay i I love fucking goodfellas and you know why i love them because think about it out of everybody involved in the movie the two most level-headed people and and, which is why people always look to them to do shit and take care of shit were fucking paulie Mm -hmm. and henry hill henry hill he was like an you could tell he was like the wallflower he didn't necessarily get involved in shit. I mean, he did his he had his shit on the side, but he didn't get involved in the heavy shit. He was basically the observer. That's why throughout the mo- you see the move, you see everything through his eyes. He was just the person that observed. That's why he was able to get into shit because they knew like, "Look, Henry, Henry, we can t- we can trust <laughs> Henry with anything cuz he's yeah. not going to talk. He's not going to run his mouth." He's basically going to be the guy that comes to the party, but just kind of like chills to the side. Yeah, damn it, Hendry. I'm
2: trying to bang this broad. Think about it. He, he, he observes everything. He was an observer. He did. And he was, you know, Jimmy and everybody did go to him to fix a few things. So he was the same kind of guy. But, um, yeah. I don't know, man. I'd, uh, I'd be. <laughs> Mixed. thought Pootie Tang was your favorite movie. God damn, was that racist? I'm not sure. Um. I have good taste in movies. <laughs> Beeg, I, I like to think my taste is better than that.
0: E- gonna,
3: even though that is that is kind of that oh, is an underrated he, flick.
0: <laughs> Pootie Tang. <laughs>
3: Tang. Uh. Hey, fuck Hey, shit. Chris Rock made a lot of money off fucking Pootie Tang, so people need to stop giving him shit off of that.
2: Oh fuck. Oh shit. Now nope. there was before we completely you know then then of course I'll do the trivia cuz we always do the uh the trivia the, not the trivia but the uh did you know facts um anyway let's uh there's one outtake that Kevin Hart does where he's talking about you know you it, it, he cuz you know Bob Robert Weird Dick now goes by Bob Stone and he's like I made the name up and he's like so you think Mr. T made up his name and he brings up a little reference, and I'll go ahead and play it right now. I think this is it right here.
3: I'm going to hit.
2: Hold on. Right. <laughs> right.
3: Are you not a super tool? You're not even Robbie Weyrdek. You, you're Bob Stone.
0: I made that name up.
3: So what? It's not real. What does that mean? What do you, you think, you think uh, Mr. T and, and Sting and, and The Rock, you think those guys are real? That's a bunch
0: of dumbass nicknames by a bunch of dumbass
1: people.
0: <laughs> the Rock, Mr. T, Sting, The
2: Rock—bunch of dumbass yeah. nicknames by a dumb bunch of dumbass people. Uh, mm. Here we go. Actually, uh, all right, let's get into some of the did you knows. Uh, Dwayne Johnson is one foot one inch taller than Kevin Hart and weighs over one hundred pounds more. So that's why he looks so small. He is. Um, And here we go. Dwayne Johnson wears a fanny pack throughout the movie, and the film makes multiple comedic reference to it. This is a reference to a popular meme which shows Johnson wearing a fanny pack in the 90s. We've all seen the picture of the rock in the black shirt, the jeans, the gold chain, and the fanny pack.
3: And the poofy hair that yep. I'm glad he got rid of.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. Which they did flashback to in the younger version of The Rock.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh,
2: when Kevin Hart and The Rock first meet in the bar, Hart makes a reference to uh, The Rock, D- Dwayne Johnson, looking like Hercules, who he did play in 2014. <clears throat> so, let's see here. Well, what are the good, funny ones are here? Dwayne Johnson gives three nods to Bruce Lee in this movie. I didn't notice this. I noticed the one-inch punch at the end, but I didn't notice the yellow and black sneakers and the pose. But I did tell my fiancé he just did the one-inch punch at the end of the movie. When he oh, yeah, when he
3: it. took the guy's throat out,
2: literally. After he takes out the guy's throat from Roadhouse, he... Puts him up against the rail and does the one-inch punch to knock him knock him over. I did notice that Bruce Lee reference. Um, so yeah, of course we've you know if you guys want to check out our Bruce Lee uh, opinions, go ahead and check that out. You can uh, find that on YouTube. Let's see, and on iTunes by the way. Uh, in one scene, Dwayne Johnson's character makes a reference to both the movie Pitch Black and its lead character Vin Diesel. Uh, I do remember that. He actually mentions Vin Diesel in the movie. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's character. Oh, even Bob Stone was a, a little shot at The Rock. It says Dwayne Johnson's character is named Bob Stone. Funny Johnson's pro wrestling stage name was The Rock, so obviously that was a little tie-in there. Uh, the Big Bro Bully asks uh, Calvin Kevin Hart sarcastically, "What are you a comedian now?" Uh, yeah, he is a comedian, actually. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't I don't know why, but considering like they're probably roughly the same height, how funny would it be if one one of these days? We see Kevin Hart reenact the famous fucking Goodfellas reference, uh, Funny How. (laughs) Like, I'm to amuse you. That would actually be funny as hell.
2: Wow. And they kind of, uh, they stretched this one. They sort of uh, NYPD stretched this one. But Megan Park, who's the waitress at the bar all over the rock, she was also in a movie called The Secret Life of an American Teenager in 2008, where she played a Catholic girl which also starred molly ringwald molly ringwald was in the movie 16 candles which was showing and he bob stone was exce- was uh obsessed with so they sort of stretched that one but it works they yeah. uh <laughs> they bacon gamed that one yes and, now, i guess uh, real
3: quick i mean this was pretty like I, you know what did you think of the uh uncredited appearance of uh melissa mccarthy who's also been everywhere
2: I'd, yeah, she was at the end. He, the Rock ends up kissing her at the end. So, um, yeah. Uh, my my fiance is actually a big fan of her, so she was like, Oh
0: my God, it's her.
2: And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Meanwhile, uh, she's lost a ton of weight and looks amazing right now. So, you know. Uh, last one I got, Kevin Hart made a reference to Shop. Uh, the movie starring Ice Cube, Kevin Hart did obviously work with uh, Ice Cube in Ride Along and Ride Along Two, so yeah. you know. But he, he did. I did catch that one. I'm like,
0: he brought a barbershop. shop. Holy shit! <laughs> yes.
3: And uh, if you folks uh, are li- looking for a uh, what episode that was the Bruce Lee episode? Actually, uh, it was a dual Bruce Lee Muhammad Ali episode. That mm-hmm. was uh, episode five.
2: Ah, yes, and it is on iTunes. It is on youtube um so yeah, check out those but uh i um, I don't know, I mean, I think we've pretty much given our opinions on the movie, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was definitely one of those movies if you're just looking to kill an hour and a half, not really and not not get deep into a movie. this is one to watch, just uh enjoy it for what it is. It's a It's a it's a it's a comedy action movie with a couple of serious messages.
3: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And I and I'm not I'm normally down on um I would be down on a movie like this getting a sequel, but I'm actually hoping they do a sequel because I actually think there's a little bit there's some um, there's some more ground to cover, especially if they go the route of uh uh Kevin Hart working in the CIA. I
2: think. They could do one more of these.
3: Yeah, it don't need to be like a series. No, like they're to be right along. But I think they can get they can squeeze one more movie out of this. Yeah, movie.
2: they could definitely get one more out of it. Uh, it. And Kevin Hart could do the same thing where the Rock's trying to get him to join the CIA this time. Really, it, it definitely could be. Good. And you know the chemistry these two have is really good. Um, it's not. You know, you mentioned trading places. It's not the Dan Aykroyd uh, Eddie Murphy chemistry, but it's still damn good.
3: Oh yeah, yo yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, nothing compares to that, but I'm just talking about in terms of the plot for some reason, like just watching how they they did like uh they basically played against tight. I just mm-hmm. for some reason trading places just kinda popped in my head.
0: I don't know. I I
2: I I get where you where you can see the reference. Um but uh I mean they're also, I mean, you could also take this reference and go planes, trains, and automobiles with Candy and Steve Martin. Uh, even though they're both, I know. Please don't make this a race thing. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, it's they're good. They're look. It's it's a it's it's it, 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 it's a buddy movie. It's a yeah. spy buddy movie. And there's a ton of these buddy movies out there. You could compare this to. But it's a damn good one, man. I really enjoy it. I really did like it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and if you want to go uh, with the uh, comparison, like my last comparison would be uh, if you want to just based off of size disparity alone, you could compare him to a modern day David Spade and Chris Farley. Yeah, I mean Farley did make Spade look like a fucking string bean. <laughs> yeah, I mean this
2: is fucking Jesus. this is David and Goliath. You know, two thousand sixteen, seventeen. So, uh, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. I think we're good, man. Yeah. I think we've gone through. I mean, unless you have anything else, let me see if there's anything else here. We mentioned the box office. Uh, This movie did get a few accolades. It did get uh, Critics' Choice Awards, some Golden Trailer Awards, uh, People's Choice Awards. And some Teen Choice Awards. This movie did get some, so well they were nominated for a lot of them. But uh, this movie did all right. You know, we mentioned the box office. The movie did do very good. Um, we obviously, you know, mentioned there was a few Roadhouse references in this movie, and he does end up taking out the guy's throat at the end, Roadhouse style, before he does the Bruce Lee one-inch punch. I never noticed the sneakers, man. I never noticed the sneakers. I never I usually I catch Bruce Lee references like that, but I I didn't. Yeah, that
3: <laughs> that, that makes you a true fan. If you could look at the man's decent and go, Yeah, that's Bruce Lee right there.
2: Yeah, yeah, I didn't catch that. But uh I don't know man. I guess we can uh fuck it. Go ahead and I guess we can take the fuck off, man. Let me see here. Got any good ninety six music I can play here? No. Uh, no. Guns N' Roses is not 1986. 96. Jesus Christ. I'm too tired to know what fucking year it is. All right. (laughs) You know what? One One quick story before we get out of here. I was freaked the fuck out the other night after we did the wrestling show Wednesday night. Wednesday night, we get done. You know, we got out of here relatively early. I, uh... I went out, watched a little TV, and then I went to bed. While I'm in bed, I'm sitting there, and something wakes me up. My dog starts growling like crazy. My dog doesn't usually growl. My dog is fucking growling. So he's growling. I wake up. I tell him to calm down. Literally about 30 seconds later, our door. Now our door is closed, right? Right. Our door opens, and I mean literally, like you, when when my door in my bedroom opens, you have to push it because it rubs the carpet a little bit, because the carpet's still a little bit new. Right. And because uh, we got new carpet a couple months ago, you have to literally push it. It still rubs the carpet. I hear my door open. I look up. I'm waiting for one of my kids to walk in, right? Right. They never do. So I get nervous and I get up and I go check on my kids. Both my kids are sleeping soundly. My dog is on the bed. My fiancé is in the bed. What the fuck opened my door the other night, dude?
3: Jesus Christ,
2: was it like a strong wind? I, I, I don't you, even know what to say. My, you have to turn the handle to open my door. The only thing I can think is my oldest one opened the door, tried to be quiet, opened it too loud, realized he woke us up coming in trying to get his um, his 3DS, huh? and I think he ran back to his room and faked being asleep.
3: Yeah, yeah. I would would hope that was it.
2: Otherwise, I don't know what in living hell opened my door the other night and scared the hell out. I sat there literally staring at that door with a gun under my pillow for an hour and a half. When I say I got two hours of sleep on Wednesday night, I'm... Probably exaggerating. I probably got an hour, maybe thirty minutes.
3: We uh, leave it the Weaves to, to sum it up beautifully. <laughs> door, oh, doors open equal good weed, <laughs>
2: dude. I I I get it, but my my fiance woke up too and expected to see one of our kids at the door, and one of our kids was not at the door, so. Both of us were freaked out. We both sat there staring at the door for hours.
3: Yeah, this is weird. Like, remember, like, um, I don't even know if it's still come on. Didn't, I forgot what, Chan, wasn't it like a ghost show where, like, people, like, told ghost stories or where they was haunted or they saw a ghost or something? Because I, I vaguely remember Piper doing one mm-hmm. a couple years ago well, where maybe. I think he, he saw a ghost of and Dinah or something like that
2: probably and you know weebs says bullets can't kill ghosts i do know that weebs but <laughs> you'll never feel safer than when you got cold steel in your hand my friend yeah. but uh, i don't know man i mean look i've 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 had some very weird experiences in my time before i know ghosts can't hurt you you know um like I, i've i've told some of these stories before of, uh, you know, me and my dad at, uh, you know, being at a, 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 a one of the, a farm in North Carolina. And we heard a voice tell us to get out of a place we know was empty. Um, my house in North Carolina, we'd hear music coming from walls where there was no radio near it. Um, I mean, I've had some really weird shit happen to me. But that freaked me the fuck out, dude. That freaked me the fuck out.
3: Yeah, that's wild. Man.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping. I, I mean, you
3: always hear about that, though. Like, you know, people had these, like, experiences and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I, I, honestly, I don't even know how I'll react to something like that. That I don't know.
2: I mean, listen, I I I'll be in a dead sleep some nights. And I'll wake up and I'll swear on my life. I just heard my Aunt Gail. My Aunt Gail died when I was 14 years old of a drug overdose. I swear I, heard, I hear her voice calling my name. Wow. You know, I mean, there's things that happen. And, you know, ev- it's it's her voice every time. It's not a different. It's her voice.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I've had some weird, like, vivid-ass dreams. Like, when you wake up... It, and it just felt like so freaking weir- weird weird well, it felt real I'm sorry slurring my words they felt real and it's just like man dude. and it take you a while to get yourself together like oh yeah that should just have i i've had a lot of those
2: dude i've literally remember before i said i hate and i'm scared of snakes do i and i am not exaggerating i have woken myself standing i'm standing in looking for a snake in my bed. I've have, I have told my fiance there's a snake in the bed and she's taken every sheet off the bed proved to me there's not but I've had dreams where I wake up standing up and thinking there's a snake in the bed. Yeah. It's rare. It's a rare one that I have like that but I've had that shit happen man. Yeah. All the time but I've also had some very you know I'm I'm not even getting into I've had some that house in north carolina i had was definitely weird 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 it was built from prison bricks from the 1800s church columns from the 1800s and it had some shit in it man there were faces in the kitchen in the in the bricks literally painted faces um there were me and my we would literally, you know, how when someone's walking up a older set of stairs, you can hear the stairs kind of yeah. like the pressure. Yeah, we would hear pressure on the stairs. So someone walking up, you would look at the stairs. No yeah. one walking up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've 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 seen some crazy shit, and you know, been involved in some crazy shit, but you know and by the way a lot of that stuff i saw in north carolina was way before alcohol and weed yeah same so. like
3: yeah like um i'll tell you a situation where i was like very sober you know what a penitentiary is right Mm-hmm. so every year around halloween in philly it's like um and i not only did it one time this i only did it one time for a reason my buddies taught me in the like this. Uh, it was like for around Halloween time every year. The penitentiary, it's like this old abandoned uh, penitentiary gets turned into, like a Halloween type of deal.
2: That's a famous penitentiary. Yeah, known for being haunted by the the inmates that the went the inmates that were there. I I I can't think of the name, but I know the exact one you're talking about.
3: Yeah, yeah, I went through that one time, and it's just like you know how like when you walk, you ever walk into a place and you just automatically get like the chills and you just get like an eerie feeling like somebody doesn't want you here mm-hmm. and it was just I had one. Of, I, I don't know why and like I said I don't scare easily but it's just like walking through that whole tour and then you got people like jumping out the <laughs> I almost knocked out and they tell you very specifically don't touch any of the actors that type of deal mm-hmm. I almost hauled off because they would literally come out of nowhere right. I almost hauled off knocked the shit out of one of them <laughs> Because it's like, I was in that mode of, like, just, I want to get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> just get me the fuck out of here. Dude, your body can feel weird shit. Your your body, you, you can feel that fight or flight coming up in, you, I mean, just, it, like, like erupting in your body. Like, you know there's either one thing you're going to do, and you're not sure which. But, dude, look, you it's scary shit. You know, Weeb brings up in the chat room that hearing my aunt's voice could be repetitive audio hallucination. It definitely could be, and you know, I- I'll tell you the truth. I am not scared when I hear her voice because I know, in my heart, that is one person that would never try to hurt me. If she's do, if if she is trying to communicate with me, uh, and I know I might sound like a crazy person here, but I don't give a fuck. You believe what you believe. I do believe there are some spirits out there that are here to watch us and protect us. And uh, if I sound like a crazy person, hey, whatever. But uh, I know she could never hurt me or do harm to me. So that doesn't scare me. Um, And uh, by the way, when I did that, I was in Raleigh, North Carolina, Weeb's or uh, Bod, you're asking, I was in Raleigh. Spent, uh, yeah 10 and years anybody
3: ass it's getting kind of late but um it was the penitentiary i was referring to
2: was uh, the eastern state
3: penitentiary ah that's
2: it that's
3: it. I, I, like literally t- a minute after i started talking about the penitentiary i'm like fuck you're from philly i meant to say eastern state penitentiary
2: yeah 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 that is very known for the par- yeah and it's also known for paranormal activity yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah I,
3: I know it sounds weird to, to say like oh you it's a fucking tour, but it's like I, I can't explain it. But when I walked in, from the moment I walked into that building, I I, I just got like a bad vibe. Like yeah, no, no nothing good could come out of going through this building.
2: Well, I mean, if if I remember correctly, the stories are that basically they were tortured in that yeah. facility, and it was shut down due to the inhumane practices. So, I I do remember that, you know, that uh, some stories about that place. And I believe I've seen a documentary about it that a couple of kids made. I believe. Not, like, like students. Like, college students, I mean. Um, I think I've actually watched a documentary on that place. If there was one made, I think I did. But it's been in... A few TV shows. I do remember they brought that into uh, Criminal Minds once. Yeah. That, uh, that whole thing. So, uh, yeah, and, you know, b makes brings up, you know, sometimes you'll get really weird vibes from people, and it's super weird. Man, it's really, really amazing what sometimes when your body feels and your mind feels wrongness... When there's complete normal things going around, going on around you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like,
3: yeah, it's like like your body just knows when shit just don't feel right. Like you know, your heart races a little bit. Like you, you just feel like you just get like a different aura. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like you don't know why. But sometimes when you get around certain people, certain people just give you douche chills. It's like people say, "Why are you don't like me? You don't need a reason. Something you just you're like you're just getting like a bad vibe from somebody."
2: It is, and you know, some are stronger than the uh, stronger than others. But I mean, you know, it, it's it's kind of like just you know. Sometimes you get a feeling someone's staring at you. Sometimes you get a feeling. And and usually you're right. Sometimes you just get a bad feeling being in a place. Yeah. And I'll tell you the truth, man. If I get a bad enough feeling just walking in somewhere, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm leaving. I am fucking leaving. So that's, I don't know, man. Just, just, just weird shit, but... Uh, Man, I forgot how we even got on ghosts and shit, but uh Oh, I just had a story to tell, didn't I? That's how I got on it.
3: Yeah. But
2: yeah, man. It was, it, a, good, it sh- was a good story. Good yeah, story. It scared the shit out of me, man. So But it didn't happen last night and hopefully it won't happen tonight. Cause if it does, I gotta move. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't wanna move. So on that note, I say we get the fuck out of here. What do you say, Ant?
3: Definitely. All right.
2: As usual, catch us every Friday. Well, most Fridays. Uh you we we'll probably be doing every Friday now. Uh eleven thirty PM Eastern we're here. Catch us right here on mixler.com slash THD podcast. Uh, you can also find us on uh, iTunes, THT Movie Review. Search that for everything. THT Movie Review on YouTube, Stitcher. I said iTunes. I said YouTube. Everything like that. Anywhere you find good podcasts, we're there. Uh, don't ever forget, you can always check out me and Shaheen Wednesday nights right here. Same thing, Mixer.com, C H T H T podcast. And you can also find us on iTunes, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. Anything else, man? You
3: pretty much covered it. See All you right. folks next
2: week. There you go. On that note, see y'all next week. Later. Later.